Wamboozle, bamboozle, samboozle. It is Hotline League episode 47. Boy, do we have an incredible show for you tonight. Because because right now you're saying, wait, the headline the headline says, and I only see, and that where is she? Well, guess what? She's coming in in about 45 minutes. I know, you're just going to seek on the timeline. I get it. Whatever. But Shox is joining us tonight uh, live in the Travis Gafford Industry Studio. I pulled up a shitty old chair that I have in my office for her. That's going to be happening. We're going to be talking about worlds uh, because groups for planes is done. There's stuff to talk about there. There's rumors from Europe. All that and more coming up right now on Hotline League. And this is where if we had announced a sponsor, uh, the sponsor would play on screen and there'd be a logo and it'd be like, Hotline League is brought to you by. But we can't announce the sponsor yet. Just know that this show is sponsored by a mystery sponsor. More on that later. <clears throat> not later tonight though well I, i'm gonna we do the ad break are you gonna talk oh i got you okay yeah okay. i'm not announcing anything but we do the ad break anyway out of out of courtesy to them um right so we're now into hotline league episode 47 it's not tidy cat sorry guys um tidy cat's <laughs> dream is dead yeah my cat I, as you can tell very disappointed yeah in the the death of tidy cat sponsorship possibilities yeah. yeah and by the way tidy cat's still an incredible brand uh, still love what they've done, and they just are not—they're not, they're not entering, entering esports at this time. I guess it's very unfortunate. Mike is peeking because you're screaming instead of how you usually talk. Okay, I will try not to scream. Um, regardless, uh, Worlds is happening. By the way, we're filming this on a Thursday instead of Monday. Uh, Mark, do you want to explain why? Yeah, uh, I was too tired to do it on Monday, so I lied to Travis and said that uh, because planes haven't started, it'd be better to do it, or until planes haven't finished the group stage, we should wait until that happens, which is yeah. today, and it's also the break day for all of us. So um, it actually was a very fortunate lie because now Shox will be able to join us because it's our, our off day. Yeah. Yep, and that worked out very well. Uh, by the way, somebody in chat says, you say you want to be more professional, Travis, and then you lead in the show with this. I've never said I want to be more professional. Quite the opposite. This I is think not... we want the scene to be more professional, but not us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If everyone else could be more professional, that would be that, great. That would really level us up if the rest of these fuckers could step it up. Yeah. Because we want as big of a delta between what we do here. What do you... Anyway, Mark, how's uh, how's everything? Did you, only, you only did two days, right? No, I actually did all four. Oh, really? Okay, I have a yeah, call. So... This might be from her. I need to check. All right. Well, hello. This is Travis. Can you mute so I can fill? We're in front of seven thousand people. Seven thousand people. Tell them. Tell them. Exaggerate. Exaggerate. How many people you're in front of? To sound impressive. Um, that was my brother. Not, but I didn't recognize oh. the number because he has a new phone. So I thought it was shocks. Wouldn't have answered normally. I apologize to everybody here. Um. But Shox will be here. Sorry, continue, Mark. So you do, you did a couple days. Yeah, I did a uh, all four days. I was only slated to do three, but Zyrene has been sick a little bit, so I had to hop in there and grab a little bit of his time. Oh, you did do uh, all four days. Yes, I did all four okay. days. I thought there was one day you were maybe okay. Anyway, no, there was one day I did. You listen to anything I just said on Notline League? Did you go in on Notline League day? Yes. Okay. I went in every single day. Okay. That's crazy. I'm crazy. Yeah, I didn't even notice. Anyway, so let's let's. Talk. So how how's the broadcast been going? What do you think of plans? People seem um, to be very enthusiastic about them. 
they they've been really good because even though we got all the pool one seeds out as you know the number one seed which is kind of like lame from a results perspective edg lost a game c9 should have lost a game and looked pretty shaky sometimes g-rex dominated their group when people didn't think they would be good uh and g2 lost a game and had to play a tiebreaker so uh, it was all things considered actually pretty nutty to watch, even if the results don't look crazy when you see the end and kind of pay out. Yeah. Um, why? I I just absolutely loved, and I thought it was really cool that you guys put this on the broadcast. The sort of moment of elation, the video of uh, the guys behind the scenes with Japan uh, finding out that they were making it moving forward. Yeah, I think it's because. As NA fans, we can get, and even Western fans as a whole, like we can get pretty jaded because I feel like we've kind of been in our bucket of where we stack rank, you know, regionally. Yeah. There's China, Korea, and then probably EU, and then like LMS, NA, and then like the emerging regions, right? And like for those emerging regions to be moving up that stack ranking a little bit for like Japan to qualify in the first one, like that would be huge. Just yeah. like it'd be huge for NA to like go to their first world finals or even their first semifinals, you know? So like, that's a basically what it was to them. And like, I think it's cool to show what it means to those regions. Cause you know, people call in here all the time and like are geeking out. The OPL guy was super excited. He thought this was their chance. It yeah. should have been their chance. Sheriff fire comes back in and chokes. Oh God, it was rough. But, uh, you know, there's that passion still. Yeah. Like showing it. Continue. That was it. I was saying like there's still that passion all over the world, and sometimes as NA fans we can get jaded, uh, but it's cool to see it elsewhere. Okay, so uh, moving into the the calls, what what should we be talking about tonight? This is a weird one because I think we'll talk a lot about the actual breakdown of the. Um, playing group stage and the knockout stage to come when shocks gets here i assume yeah so until that time we'll probably talk a little bit about production and then maybe some of the eu drama that's been hitting the uh, front page of the subreddit pretty hard about who's getting into eu lcs and not yeah because we but i think the expectation is that shocks is not going to be able to discuss that she's in the nope. eu office office like if if the rumors are true about deficio we don't want to put her on a spot if she's like heard something and it's just really weird so um, I think, ironically, we will be discussing the, the EU stuff a little bit uh, before uh, she gets here. And, and uh, there are rumors. You can check them out on, on uh, Reddit, ESPN, elsewhere. They're out there about stuff that's happening. So I think we can talk about that. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. We So we did Notline League, but it, we didn't talk about certain things that happened. It has been like a, a week and a half since we've had some calls in. So uh, perhaps we can also talk about Rise which came out. We'd love to have maybe a call in about that. Um, let's see what else. There's just a bunch of different stuff. All the, all the kind of pre-world stuff uh, that came out. So maybe we can, uh, we can make all that work. Uh, Mark, do you want to explain how the caller system works? Yeah. So if this is your first time tuning in, where the fuck have you been? But it's okay. You're here now. And the way this works is you want to join up on the discord that I am spamming. Uh, in Twitch chat, when you get there, there is a uh, pleb topics and or pleb calls and pleb calls too that you can join. Uh, those are voice channels. Once you're in there, you can basically mute yourself so you don't hear other people mouth breathing. And then in the pleb topics uh, text channel, 
you're gonna want to go ahead and post whatever it is that you want to talk about hopefully you keep these more as a take of some kind so uh, you think Japan is like super overachieved and they're actually not that good you think G2 got super lucky and they suck whatever it is you know put your topics in there uh, if we like it we will pull you into the waiting room where when it is your turn to come on air we will do a quick voice check make sure all your audio is working and then pull you on to discuss whatever it is you want to talk about yeah uh, so that is how that works. If you are a sub, by the way, um, and uh, some people get confused by this, you do have to sync your Twitch account with your Discord account so that Discord knows you're a sub. Um, but after a little bit of a delay, you can access the subtopics chat. Uh, you can put your questions into subtopics. It moves a little slower, so it gives you a little bit of an edge, uh, but you know it doesn't give you, it doesn't guarantee you anything or whatever. So um, feel free if you're a sub to use that chat as well. So as Mark is uh, looking for our first callers, I want to give a shout out to uh, T Downs, Kervokian, MD, Kranz1212, who's just keep up the good work, uh, Travis and Mark, uh, Fire Emblem 90, the real Rando one, and then Bottle Gnomes, who just donated twenty dollars or twenty five dollars, says, Travis, do you think any of the wild cards here performing above expectations represent a trend from the region, or is it a one time or one team world's buff? I mean, I think you can only ever look at a team's performance as representative of that single team. If you start to see like a trend, if you see multiple teams, then you might know. But there are a lot of regions where you have maybe one or two good teams and then not so many other good teams. There's a lot of regions where you have just a ton of average teams. So it just kind of depends on the region would be what I would say. Um, people are asking questions in chat. you got to put those in the Discord. Uh, once again, discord.gg slash Travis is how uh, that works yeah we don't read twitch chat yeah twitch chats a cesspool unlike our discord um well our discord's not that great either <laughs> no dude Esports. our discord is the pinnacle of communication and, and intellect yeah uh and for those who um missed the announcement i will be headed to worlds uh, that is happening on Sunday. I'm headed over there on Sunday with Broden. Uh, so we'll have coverage of groups and quarters. Uh, thank you to u.gg, uh, which is not sponsor this show, but is sponsoring my coverage of uh, Worlds. And I'm going to get the, uh, the first gonna, callers. Okay. Yes, go for it. Yeah. Discord is a slightly less awful version of Twitch chat. I'm not sure if I agree with that, Alir. Um, if you're watching the VOD, by the way, I do have a link to the Twitch channel in the description. You can uh, go drop uh, a follow on this Twitch channel so you don't miss it whenever it airs live, which is usually 8 p.m. Pacific. Mondays, it is going to get kind of wonky with worlds happening um, because I'll be in Korea and we have to figure out what that looks like, but we're going to try and do worlds while I'm in Korea. Uh, Regalix is our first caller. Regalix, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Orlando, Florida. Okay, thank you. We get a lot of uh, Orlando, Floridian, Floridians. You've called in before, correct? No, I've tried to, but... Really? Yes. Are, are you sure? Yes. Because I feel like I, I recognize your name, and I recognize your, like, banjo picture from... I'm not sure I yes. believe you. Regalix. No, it's fine. Where are you... <laughs> what What do you want to talk about on the show tonight? Well, obviously with the rumors we've heard about, you know, the EULCS and the refusal to allow certain teams in, uh, I actually think it's a good thing. Okay. Because especially from how Riot's perspective of how they want to grow esports as a whole, they want to increase their viewership. Well, you can't just let every team in, especially those who have like cult following, 
not trying to point anyone out, but like unicorns of love. What is their potential growth that could then benefit Riot, not just on top of team? Uh, okay, so yeah, you're just you're not a believer in some of these ex- existing franchises. I just don't think they have the ability to have as much of a growth pattern in terms of like bringing in, you know, merch prices that then Riot get you know gets to sell. They don't get a lot of the increase in base, yeah, for player base. Yeah, I wonder if it will be revealed. Like, I wonder which teams were able to secure because we talked about this in the NA franchising time, and it it seemed to play out this way where it felt like Riot really favored the teams and organizations. They were able to marry like a large corporation with existing esports experience. So CLG with Madison Square Garden is a pretty good example of that. Hunter uh, T, which brought Nate Shot, who had esports experience in with like the the Cav stuff. Um, you saw this in, in just a couple different situations, and and so I am very curious um, what was done behind the scenes. You know, assuming assuming the rumors are true. Um, on the unicorns of love side to find like a strategic partner to, to go in with because that would have been I, I think the way to make this succeed yeah i agree um i also think it's good from the perspective of the player base because a lot of the teams that did get fused you know weren't necessarily looking the hottest they weren't doing bad but they could have done better so i think that also the roster change-ups that can happen will be beneficial as well yeah so um, mark go ahead i was gonna say do you, do you guys remember like Ocelot having an interview maybe about a year ago when all the NA franchising stuff was going around. He was talking about how many like parasites there yeah. are in the EU scene or whatever. He said that I think again in my interview with him during MSI. I interviewed. Oh, maybe I it was even more him. recent than I remember. Yeah, I, I thought it was about a year ago. But um, I mean, he might have. It. I'm sure it's a phrase that he had used more than once. That sounds like an <laughs> Ocelotism. But yeah, yeah, I think he. I mean, you could you could look at G two. And you could compare it to some of the other EU franchises, and you just see a pretty big delta in what they're both doing. Now, the big question is: Well, was G two is G two just burning cash? Or are they acting sustainably? Um, I mean, I think there's probably a lot of arguments that some of the other organizations would make about what G two was doing in the space. But it did feel like they were able to build a brand, uh, whether it was based off of vacation trips or otherwise, um, that made them really well known internationally. As an NA guy. There are some names that are leaving the EU LCS. I just don't. I never really was aware. Not aware of. I mean, I was aware of them, but like I just didn't didn't really know what they were, or whatever. And that might be even more of a testament um, than back whenever it was NALCS. And I obviously knew who some of the teams were, but or all the teams were, but they didn't know like what their brand was or whatever. It, it was just weird. Yeah. Well, on, on top of that, like they actually won unlike all these other brands yeah. that are getting kicked out. You know, you're not kicking out any, like, historical great teams. I mean, yeah. Rock Hat and Unicorns of Love have both had their moments where they're, like, fourth or fifth place teams, but no one's even, like, a mortals level, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So you're not you're not really losing any, like, super good talent from, like, a org perspective necessarily. Yeah. Uh, they're all middling orgs at best in terms of, like, gameplay which I think is what we always say is like the most important thing for establishing a brand, which is why part of the reason I think G2 exploded was that they did a really good job putting their teams together. Uh, Regalix, uh, there's a, a guy in chat. Oh, uh, Shock says, morning, getting ready, and coming over. Okay. Um, Sir Malefact in chat says, it's a big fuck you to the teams that have shown they care a lot about their fans, particularly the unicorns. Their entire thing was player engagement. Uh, well, I don't know okay, if you have any thoughts on that. I mean, that's kind of fair, but 
at the same time, are you really a fan of an organization, or are you a fan of the players that make the organization? It comes I'm... to... Sorry, you finish. No, I was just going to say, it, it comes down to, do you care more about you know an emblem and a company face, or do you care more about the players that get to play together? I think Unicorns of Love is probably one of the few orgs that had actual org fans, just because of their fucking name and like how they kind of came into the scene and how they've always been not quite a for fun team but they've always had more lightheartedness around them and sheepy and his dad were the owners or whatever uh so like i think unicorns of love and i saw this as a, as a popular sentiment on reddit and the threads as well was one of the few teams that they did feel kind of like was a loss just because they do have a pretty awesome history i think but, that's uh, but, but i mean like i like okay so unicorns of love for instance like some people are saying it. They do have a you know a cult following, but then you have teams like Splice and Gaming, where you kind of go, yeah, but what is Giants Gaming? What is it actually? Does anyone know? Travis, do you know? Uh, I don't know. Sorry, I was responding <laughs> to shocks. Um, yeah, I. But the problem is, is that you can say this about a lot of the NALCS teams. Actually, the very funny thing, um, people uh, consistently get, I think, on. I'm just repeating what I've seen on, on Reddit. I don't want this to reflect on me. But, like, people are frustrated that FlyQuest made it in over Immortals. Um, and I, I think what's weird is I, I'm curious to see if there's any moments like that where certain, as a plane flies over my house, uh, certain uh, organizations make it in where others don't. And But, yeah, some of these, I think, just are a little obvious to me. The H2K thing, I think, is very obvious. Like, H2K had blatant hostility towards... Uh, riot time and time again uh, whether justified or not that is not always the best political move whenever riots like the sole decider on if like the future of your life and um, and I like and I think ultimately like didn't have a great year like there's a pretty good video that Thorne did where he like breaks down the, the letter that they wrote or whatever and it's just like it's just it's hard to I don't know it's hard believe to believe that like a real business dev person wrote that yeah or like something yes yeah i know what you mean that was that was a rough letter yeah couldn't you also then say that any team that's the worst and then gets knocked out of the EOSS, wouldn't that be basically a permanent relegation in a way i mean those teams at least feel like it was competitively driven versus like you could you know argue pretty well for unicorns of love that like over the course of their tenure in the EULCS, they've never been a terrible team or whatever um, so I don't think it's it's quite the same, uh, but they are trying to be more focused on their future than the past. And like the, the thing worth remembering, I, I know this was true in NA, and I, I haven't followed the EU one close enough to know if it's exactly the same. But like you get paid out for your time in the the EU LCS based off the buy-ins that the new people are are like coming in with. So like unicorns of love should get a quote unquote nice payout. Uh, whatever that ends up being, I assume several millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, before that, it was that, like, yeah, several the millions. Blow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And unicorns of love have been around a lot longer than immortals had been. Like unicorns of love are like what since season four. Yeah, yeah, they've been around for quite some time. So I mean, I think it's just like what I would I would just characterize it as disappointing. Like I I don't think anybody wants, uh, you know, an organization like unicorns of love who is very like. Well, not grassroots, but has been a part of the scene for a while to go away. Um, but the reality is, is that 
this is a a situation where they're assessing like the future of these organizations and companies financially, business-wise, etc. And I I mean, I don't know, like it uh, I think hopefully Unicorns of Love attempted to find like a, a big corporate partner to to tag to tie up with and I, maybe that just didn't come to fruition in time. I I don't know, but I don't know. Either yeah. way, uh, I do want to thank you for your call, Regalix. One final point, taking. too, is that it feels extra bad right now because, for the most part, these are all leaks, and you don't actually see which new orgs and teams are coming in to replace them exactly. Like, you, you hear sources, Real Madrid and Sentinels, of, like, all these fucking random other football teams, but it's still hard to get excited until you start seeing rosters and actual stuff like that. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you again, Regalix, for your call. Thank you. Have a good day. Yeah. Okay. Let's grab another person. Uh, shout mm-hmm. out to uh, Purple Ray Q for six months. That's awesome. Frizz Grizzly, 100 bits, Frost Slasher uh, for five months. Love you guys. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Tell Mark if he knows why this year trailer was a recap of 2017 year. We talked about that, I think, the other... There day cool s33 with thousand bits don't hate the twitch chat it's like a bridge it's where all trolls live haha hammock subbed uh and a alistar ranner tv for eight months and thorn 719 for 10. some people have been around for a while i don't know why it's not quality content you get here uh mark is uh getting our next caller and if you are tuning in shocks is joining us uh, and just a little bit, she's headed over. So, and, and maybe eh, twenty or so minutes. Hopefully, she'll be here. To keep an eye on my phone because she could drop by at any any moment. Uh, thank you again for everybody who is supporting the stream. I'm probably going to do a uh, a bounty. There's a Twitch bounty uh, that's up on Magic: The Gathering Arena. If you guys stick around, that's helpful for me. I'll do it afterwards, unless Shocks wants to like go get dinner or something. I don't I don't know what she wants to do. And there's Mark with Killing You Guy. Killing You Guy, welcome to the show. Have you been on before? I have been on the show, Travis. I think twice. All right. Well, thank he's you for a, being a sub. Yeah, thank you for being a Twitch sub. It's appreciated. Yeah, man. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Newington, Connecticut. Newington, Connecticut. And what do you want to talk about on the show tonight? So I wanted to talk about uh, the Rise video. And I want to preface this hot take by saying that I think the video actually was pretty hype. I mean, I like the song. I like the cool battle with Faker at the end. There are a lot of like cool little, you know, Easter eggs and things with different champions and, and abilities and, you know, weapons all throughout the video. But I will say that the video had like massive, massive plot holes in it in terms of the storyline for Worlds of 2017. Okay. Um, so first of all, Samsung Galaxy never played Fnatic in the whole tournament. So there's that first battle where uh, you have Ambition squaring off as Kha'Zix essentially against is Yasuo. So that, that never happens because they that never was fought a, each other. That was G2. That was the group stage. Um, did they, they played each other in groups? Yeah, the group was uh, G2, RNG, uh, Samsung Galaxy, and one other, but I can't quite remember. Oh, my bad. Um, okay, but... Bottle one solved. <laughs> so that one's fine. But for RNG, they actually lost to RNG twice in groups. They didn't play them through the... Because I was, I was thinking that they were doing, like, they were trying to figure, like, 
quarterfinal, semifinal, final. But they did actually lose to RNG twice. In yeah, the so that's stage. why, to my understanding, that's why they escape anyway, or Mission escapes, is because he gets shot twice. And so the, the two shots, like the from Uzi, are supposed to re represent the two losses. And then he... I think somehow he used Sejuani in a game to get out of group or out of that stage, and that's how he escapes. And that's why like Uzi doesn't die in it, or he doesn't actually defeat Uzi. He just like dodges him. Oh, okay. So it's and then, and then maybe that's why he comes back at the end or something yeah, like yeah. that. Well, actually... also I think he comes back at the end because people are like, "Oh shit, it's Uzi, the final boss." Well, like, and he's, he's in this world, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's um, what I mean. Like the final boss for this year. Right. But I, I just I just think it, maybe it might have been and maybe it just it's it's purely because of name value because I mean Perks is incredibly popular Uzi is incredibly popular but I mean in terms of like if they did want to stage it like quarterfinal semifinal uh, finals I mean you got Prey and Gorilla from Longshu that they could have pulled from you know as far as an ADC you know as opposed to Uzi because you know they actually did you know you know win against them in that in that case um, and then you know again for WE you know maybe nine five seven or Xie. I mean, I guess a lot of Western audiences don't follow, you know, China as much, but... Yeah, I mean, um, it seemed like they picked mostly iconic players. Yeah, and I can understand that for, you know, for recognition and hype of the video and all that, but uh, I don't know. I just, I think that they... And, and then the other... Th I mean, obviously, too, you know, just the fact that, you know, if you have Faker in the video and he's... Yeah, he was in the... He, that is the storyline of Worlds last year, but, you know... I just feel like maybe Riot could have done a better job of maybe incorporating some of the people that, that made it into Worlds this year and maybe maybe altered the story a little bit. I think the video was super hyped, though. Yeah. I think it was the music was great, but I just think you know there were a lot of opportunities to maybe I think incorporate a lot part of players of the, this year. I think yeah. part of the problem is, is that when did we find out, how recently did we find out who is all going to be at Worlds this year? Yeah, you don't have... like An animation project like that takes probably six months if things are moving pretty well um so that's why i think like they they were probably able to make some pretty educated guesses like oh there's uzi like i i quite frankly like i wouldn't list. be well i don't know if they ever thought anybody thought faker was going to be there this year but like i i'm guessing that they took a lot of educated guesses on some of the stuff but it's hard for them i think to i here if well, if so the argument like go ahead mark I was going to say, it was also the kind of thing where I'm pretty sure some scenes like were changing throughout the production of it. Like, um, the reason that Perks and uh, Ambition are fighting in a lightning storm is supposedly because that scene uh, started with Reckless or something as Kenan, and then like they pivoted the story, or it was supposed to be a reference to the fact that Kenan was fighting, like Fnatic was fighting elsewhere or something. Uh, I forget, but like, you know, these are the kinds of things where like, you have a, an initial vision, you start working on it, you storyboard it, you timeline it, you get your initial like work sent back from the production studio. You're trying to coordinate this with a song that's probably in development. Like, you know, I think it's it uh, actually came out surprisingly well, given how many moving parts there probably were. Yeah, I yeah think... and I guess that makes sense, because if it was six months ago, then uh, that was probably around the time that Reckless benched himself as well, which maybe might have explained the pivot. <laughs> Yeah, that would have been awkward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I uh, I could also see... I, I could see the argument of it's weird to release a hype video for this year's Worlds that is all about last year's Worlds. Um, I could see that argument. I, I actually think maybe it doesn't matter because it's like just too cool. 
Um, so ultimately, like, in my opinion, there's a lot in, in creative things. Oftentimes you're like, well, this doesn't really make sense. And it's like, who the fuck cares? It's cool. I'm like, let's just do it. And I think that's where a lot of the stuff in this video is. Is like, it doesn't matter. I still got so hyped and I love the video. It got me really excited for this year's Worlds to like represent the story. Even though I, I do kind of see like it is weird to like, maybe that's the video that you should have released a couple months later. Um, yeah. Maybe that's the uh, video yeah, you should have released a couple months later, yeah. Who knows? And and the other thing too that I know a lot of people complain about was like a lot of those matchups didn't specifically happen. Like uh, I don't think he played Kazix against Perks in any of the games. Is like Yasuo, you know? So mm -hmm. They kind of just picked iconic champions, but like that's a for me that feels pretty pretty nitpicky because uh, there's so many other things going on in it. Trying to promote the the Kazix world skin, I guess maybe. Ah, maybe. Yeah, potentially. Either way, thank you so much for your call. Uh, killing you guy. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks you guys. Yeah, have a good one. Guys, Twitch chat, as always, please be nice. No name calling of the of the callers. Like it's fine if you I like the hang up emote is fun, but like if you're calling people idiots, that's just kinda rude. Um and I it just makes me sad when I see that. Uh alright. Mark off to the next caller. Oh, off he goes. He's on a mission. Uh thank you to Thorn. Oh, I already said Thorn. Uh, snake, snake, Kai, Kai, I don't know. Uh, Yoda Sweat and I Party with Gatsby for the Twitch Prime subs. Thank you. Uh, we are on our way to a record Twitch Prime sub allotment because I've been streaming so much lately. So that's kind of cool. Hey, Trey35 in chat. I see you. I see you. Um, hello. Hello. <laughs> X Relics. Hello X Relics, welcome to the show. Where are you calling from? I'm from uh, California native, currently living in Germany. Sorry, one more time? Uh, California native, living in Germany. Okay, California native, living in Germany. Very good. What time is it there? It's uh, about 5.45 a.m. 5.45. Well, thank you for being up uh, so early. What are... Yeah. what? Why are you up so early? Uh, well, 11 hours ago, Thorne released a video uh, and I apologize for going off top, off the uh, world's topic. Going back to NALCS. Sure. This is about uh, Golden Guardians. So wait, I asked and you why are you up so early, and your answer is because Thorin released a video 11 hours ago. That makes sense because yes. Thorin's videos are usually about 12 hours long. So Absolutely. I can understand why you're still awake. You're still watching the video he released. It's almost over. I swear. Okay. But uh, I think he made his main points by now. Okay. Uh, so essentially, it's a. And I agree with this, so I will speak of the same mind as Thorin on this. Uh, it's a huge disappointment that Golden Guardians, with very substantial backing, uh, went with an all-NA team without really getting much NA talent. Yeah. Um, good on them for getting contracts, and uh, I think definitely it was also a good pickup. But the rest of that team is not going to speak to the uh, strength of local NA talent. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, full disclosure, I'm good friends with Hunter and Spellsy, who run Golden Guardians. I make I try to make that call out anytime I, I discuss this. But uh, so first off, I would agree. Um, it is disappointing. I think 
the the biggest problem I have with Golden Guardians uh, is that they message this as like we're getting an all NA team rather than what they also said at the time, but they said it a little quieter. It's like we're making a development team, and so I think if you meaning like we want to pick up players who we think have been underserved in other organizations and see if we can improve them and make them better. And in some cases, that's like a, a definitely even who came from the challenger scene, right? So rather than like uh, they tried to approach like everything the opposite of Steve, right? Just go spend as much money to get the biggest names and the biggest players and see what they can do. Um, and so I think uh, I, I also think it's tough because them coming from the Golden State Warriors side, there are so many expectations that they failed to meet, uh, undoubtedly failed to meet. Um, just in terms of like you, you associate that organization with like winning and victory, and to kind of kind of come in and make quite frankly, the worst roster. Um, and I think sort of discuss, like they didn't really do a good job of explaining how they were planning on developing these players. Uh, obviously, like Loco Doco left the organization pretty early, which is a pretty big sign that like things are, uh, you know, like it, you, you, you talk about how it's all going to be about the infrastructure, how you're going to develop the stuff, and then sort of the key that you have to, to do that uh, doesn't end up working out. Um, so I don't know. I think I... 100% agree there's no way to describe Golden Guardians as anything other than uh, yeah sorry shocks just messaged me um, other than disappointing but I think a lot of that is just in the way they message this so I think a lot of, I, I think I can understand why fans wouldn't be excited about that roster even if you're like yeah we're looking to develop young talent like will you still do a fucking worse job than C9 <laughs> like this, like if your approach is developing young talent, how about you don't trade away your draft picks at scouting grounds draft? How about you actually attend the event and put resources into scouting it properly, which they didn't do. Uh, unlike C9, who traded up in the draft and were like one of the teams who sent their coaching staff there to help develop or like try and get a good feel for the players. Uh, I think if you want to si try and sign and find developing new talent, you don't sign guys who have been in the scene for three years. Uh, I, I think a lot of those guys are actually competent players too. I just don't think you build a team out of them altogether. I think they're like role players on other teams, probably. Yeah. Uh, so right. like, like I just I I don't even think they like took their own approach close yeah. to correctly at, at all. And then like Travis said, letting go of Loco, from what I have heard, what happened in that situation was honestly pretty minor, and. I could be wrong here and I, I don't really want to get too far into it, but like he is someone who, despite all his problems that people have with him sometimes and his personality, most players will sing his praises about how much they've learned from them. You heard Dardock say like, despite how much they've, they've butt heads, he was typing in his Twitch chat about how Loco was the person who ended up teaching him the most. Um, and so like, yeah, I, I think even if you did have like a, let's develop these guys approach, you got rid of the only guy who was going to do that and yeah. like it's pr it's pretty fucking it's a lot of hubris to think that like we're going to come in and develop players that no one else could because we understand the scene or something like conversely that, you know? conversely i think or uh, not conversely but additionally on the coaching front they put their faith in their assistant coach who loco hired um instead of picking like FlyQuest picked up saint vicious you could have done that you could have picked up saint vicious who had a proven track record of developing uh talent or cop uh, and and both Optic and FlyQuest both had much better summer splits um, after picking up these players. Uh, it's it's interesting to think like what could have uh, been done there. 
Uh, I know Enero joined up eventually, but it was kind of late in the in the time frame. I think they should have picked up Saint and Cop. Like if if yeah. you were gonna lo- if uh, you cannot say we are the development org, and then uh, not have and then also also be developing coaches. Like you either need to spend on coaches who have uh, coaches and in infrastructure who have the experience, or you need to spend on players who have a proven track record, but to both have players that don't have a proven track record and coaches that are don't have a proven track record, you're setting yourself up for se- failure in that situation. It's even like the coaching one, not so much, but it's not just like a proven, a not proven track record, like they're unknown quantities. It's like we've seen these guys losing or like un- not succeeding for a while. Yeah. Other than contracts and arguably deftly. And what do you know? Those are the two guys who worked out the most for them, I would argue. Yeah. Uh, so like, yeah, I think... They did. They did not approach the scouting grounds or the challenger scene with any attempt to develop talent. So I, I don't even buy into that argument at all. Yeah. Right, and I would say uh, their academy the, squad was a joke. The only veteran core that they had was Loco Doco and High originally. So and they were both gone within six months. So I think that's a huge bummer. And let's not forget, this was the first team that was featured at Oracle Arena. From NA, how cool would it have been if they actually did everything correctly and they would have made some triumphant return and uh, been the home team in that situation? I think that would have been awesome. Yeah, agree. Yep. Uh, the good news, by the way, is that they are hiring a general manager. Um, I see a lot of people on Twitch chat who think they could make a lot of good decisions. You should go apply. Everyone, go apply for the general manager position right now and spam their email. Actually, that would be hilarious. Instead of all of you applying, you got someone in Twitch chat start a Google Doc and everyone write in their skill sets and like build a fictitious character of an amalgamation of all your skill sets and just say that you have to work remotely. And then maybe they hire you and then all of Twitch chat can continue to kind of like as a group make decisions and vote on things. Twitch, Twitch chat plays LCS. That's what I want to say. Twitch chat plays GM for yeah. Golden Guardians. Uh, I, I, I was. I thought you were going to say they should apply as Twitch chat. Like we, the collective, would like this GM job. Oh yeah, maybe, maybe you don't even need to pretend you're not Twitch yeah. chat. Yeah, just gift gift everyone subs to Travis Gafford's Twitch channel, and they will. That's their salary. Their salary. Uh, X Relics, thank you for the call. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Yeah, have a good one. Is this the sponsor plug? Yeah, let's go for it. All right, everyone. Hang on, let me see if maybe I can do this. I want to talk to you about our sponsor, not Title T, our sponsor, who this show is sponsored right now, just so you know. The sponsor is a mystery. Uh, and I want to thank this sponsor so much because the support they are showing, Mark and I, for this show is incredible. And I'd love for you guys to get behind uh, our sponsor right now. So uh, feel free, you know, if you're, if you're excited about their sponsorship of the show, to put a bunch of question marks in the chat, because that's really the only way I have to reference them. Uh, let me tell you about the sponsor specifically, because I know, I know you guys have a lot of questions you want to know about them. So they are a company that exists. Uh, they are out there. They do things. They sponsor uh, things with marketing dollars, um, and they make products. And Wait, Travis, you just got everyone banned. If you spam question mark, your, your nightbot times them out. <laughs> well, I mean, like, spam one question mark. Like, collectively, they need to spam one question mark at a time. 
It's so funny. Oh, okay. It's only five second timeouts. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not worried. Uh, anyway, so they they make a product, um, uh, maybe multiple products. I can't. I, I can't really disclose that. Um, and they were either in the digital or physical space. Uh, but man, I cannot wait until you guys find out who this sponsor is, and you will find out about them in the future. Uh, and so that's when we'll be able to talk to you guys about the sponsor. Uh, but again, thank you so much to the sponsor for their support of our show. Uh, they do incredible things with, and they have incredible products or product and there there's incredible people or people. So thanks to the sponsor for your support of our show. Can't wait to talk to you guys more about them in the future. Well, let's move on to the next caller. I but uh, Discord is dying. Or I'm dying. Hello. Mark, can you hear me? What is happening to my stream? Hello? Hello. I am currently on Skype. Okay. Because uh, I have been replaced by a robot yeah built by our gentleman sponsor well our i i yeah i don't know what happened there um i i thought it was for a second that my internet was going out but it looks like it was just discord sucking discord server went boom yeah okay it looks Uh, like it's green again did you hear me on skype yeah i did hear you on skype so now we're good can we call them our gentleman sponsor well i don't want to i don't want to gender the that would uh, but, yeah. Our gentle person sponsor. They love what we do and would like to anonymously support us in our endeavors. Yes. For now. But they will be revealed in the future. So, again, thank you so much to our sponsor. Let's move on to the next caller. All righty. Uh, as, as we move on, I believe uh, our guest should be arriving shortly. How long is shortly if you had to estimate? I... Uh, you you would know where she is staying, presumably. Yes. Uh, she said she left. She left ten minutes ago. And okay, you know so where pretty, I live. Pretty, so. Yeah, so pretty shortly. Okay, cool. I don't know where she's staying. So, thank you, by the way, to some uh, some folks. That boy dense, wonderful, wallow twenty five, uh, greaser. It's your boy Dij, odd polygon, and John, Meljohn, for the Twitch Prime subs and uh, regular subs. Again, by subbing this channel, you get satisfaction. I don't. I don't. I, I've got no explanation for it other than that. But uh, I miss this. Whenever we started Hotline League, it was just me and Mark. We didn't really do the guest thing every week, um, and so it's just a different. I forgot what it was like to just have to fill time while he's going and doing this. I usually fill time with with a ton of Twitch Prime subs and Twitch subs, but um, I guess I don't. You know, there's only a couple of those tonight, so I don't, I don't need to. Don't need to do that. So now we just um, now we're just hanging out here. Hey, it's Maze. Maze, welcome to the show. Chris, how's it going? Very good. Where are you calling from? Uh, Staten Island, New York. St- uh, what? Stan? Stan Island? Staten? Staten Island. Okay. It's the Forgotten Borough. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't know about boroughs. Anyway, what do you want to talk about on the show tonight? talk about the meta going into worlds uh i feel like the last couple of patches like uh 8.15 8.16 uh were like kind of figured out or like 
played so thoroughly, we're kind of not on like any different patch uh, in terms of like what the changes were. Like I know there are changes to Darius and uh, Fiora recently. Uh, invalidate tanks in like the top lane, but I feel like there's no different. Uh, there's no varying trend, and that the meta is pretty this point essentially so mark your thoughts on that mark really quickly i just want to ask you about this there are a lot of well at the beginning at least there are a lot of seemingly low kill games in and plans i feel like maybe i'm wrong tell me if i'm wrong because i'm only seeing some of them because eventually i i fall asleep but like there are many times where i'm looking and i'm like wow it is 10 minutes and like one person has died or nobody has died or i don't know i know charma i think the first day both like not the entire day but the first couple games of the first two days were really slow like g2 versus supermassive even though supermassive won that game in an upset it was like seven kills total i think um so i know what you're saying it really did change from there like a lot of the games were very bloody and exciting um i will question both maze and twitch chat i agree with your point that this is one of the most um or i should say least changed metas heading into worlds uh, the fewest changes and that's something people had always been asking for is they didn't want a juggernaut patch they didn't want ardent sensor to just get buffed right before worlds and now everyone has to play through their bot lanes um and so i'm not the... saying that i want that i'm saying that like uh like champions like ergot like koreans weren't playing it or na wasn't playing it until like gauntlet like nobody played it nobody picked it during uh the playoffs and um i feel like do you think we're gonna see any champions like that come out like that we're just not seeing i mean maybe darius because he got buffs like darius and fiora but are there any other champions that we might see that didn't get right. any changes yeah we, we've already seen a couple especially in the top lane like a uh, licorice star playing with sandra as a counter to ergot um and it actually did really well. He did it twice, and then uh, G-Rex, I think it was, pulled it out as well, and they said they did it specifically because they saw Licorice do it. So I think you will see, you know, it won't be as exciting because I think the priorities are largely figured out more so, but, like, I think you will see one or two new picks show up. Um, but I was going to ask Twitch chat, like, do you prefer this, where you kind of know all the, the, the majority of the priority and power picks coming out, uh, for the start of the tournament or and, and it's much more competitively fair so to say because these, this is the champions people kind of qualified on or did you prefer the kind of crazy ass shit that happened with a big patch but it was not really fair to some of the teams because now they had to kind of relearn the game I don't know what people preferred I mean even when uh, Zyra was a, a pick and then Misfortune was just pulled out and like Mm -hmm. was it quarters or semis, of, semis uh, yeah. yeah so like that that was crazy and i really like that so i hope that um the tournament like we could see stuff like that and it's not just all kind of front loaded like at the beginning you get into yeah. a groove where they're just yeah. yeah i mean part of it's right now is that we're just like not in a super hyphy moment of worlds you know like it's playing stage if if licorice busted out that lissandra pick versus you know somebody in group stage and like upset rng with it or something i think people would be really excited um so we'll have to see but it sounds like in twitch chat there's a lot of like they prefer this this is better 
slightly a mix or I just one of the buzzed other. shocks into the apartment but I don't know where she didn't show up at all uh, I'm worried like, you buzzed her into the complex yeah 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 but you're like you still just, just still keep some... stalling I'm doing a great job Travis what do you prefer okay, I prefer the away. air Travis walked away I was watching stream, which is about 15 seconds behind. My bad. Uh, I think adaptations will always come through. Like even when we saw the Leona come out uh, last year, uh, out of misfits and stuff like that. Like I think the teams that are underdogs will continue trying to innovate, and hopefully, like that causes some upsets. And then the teams that are kind of playing the meta more will be able to uh, pick up what they think actually works the best out of them. What do you think, like, do you have any, uh, like, just picks that you think might be used, or you don't, like, do you have any insider information? Insider? Give, give us a Zimmer. I'm not, what? Where'd you come from? Um, I I don't have anything that I would, I would say I want to speak on. But there are some top lane counters people have discussed but haven't played yet. I thought what we saw uh, out of... Uh, G2 was really cool where they flex the Akali to the top lane to deal with like some of the counter picks that come in mid for the Akali. I thought that was really smart because she feels like something that can get kind of dealt with through Galio, Zillion, and a couple other of the more controlly supportive mages. <laughs> I like that uh, Kindred's being picked, uh, being picked more. Um, I mean, I know she was pretty popular, but especially into Urgot when you could just like completely deny the um the execute and yeah like... it took uh took blabber a couple times to figure out exactly how that interaction worked travis you've watched a lot of play in stage what are some of your favorite picks of the meta <clears throat> shocks got lost and had to re-exit the complex and buzz me again how is that why didn't you just go down and, and get her well i didn't anticipate the situation but I hear the elevator running, so I think we should be good now. Okay. I think we should ask Twitch chat who their favorite uh, picks were. Twitch chat, do you have thoughts? Uh, it's going to take them about 15 seconds to start typing things. Volleybear. Eh. Ivern. Eh. Belkaz ADC was something we saw, and that was, uh, I thought, pretty cool. But they also, the other team that was doing it super telegraphed it, and they picked Soraka and Vayne. And so the Belkaz could have flexed mid, but once you see that shit, you're like, all right, free lane. Uh, Kalista's kind of poopy. Trundle we saw. Trinomir would be interesting. as just like a super split pusher. Ziggs, we saw some Ziggs. Went pretty well. You can just join in this nice... Oh, thank God. I was running out of shit. Mark was stalling. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Uh, yeah, good morning. How long, how long have you been awake? Uh, half, 20 minutes. Okay, good. Well, good morning. Uh, good to have you here. Uh, everyone, this is Shox. She is um, an up-and-coming broadcaster in the uh, esports space. Yeah. And specifically <laughs> in League of Legends. Hi. This uh, is like a throwback. Yeah. I'm going to get uh, you some cereal. What do you have? Uh, shredded wheat stuff it's good that's so boring okay. and travis <laughs> don't you have like these um, in america advertised like colorful 
Cheeto breakfast cereal, no. I don't have Cheeto breakfast cereal, I'm sorry. Uh, but it, you sound like an EU person in Twitch chat right now. <laughs> um, okay, so, uh, Mark, why don't you, because we do have a caller right now, I believe, right? Did we, yeah, did we say a, goodbye to Maze? Right okay, Maze is still here. They're talking about the world's meta, and Maze is somewhat disappointed that uh, it's not, am I correct on this, uh, disappointed that the meta has I'm not, not been I'm not disappointed like, at all, dude. He's not disappointed. I, I liked it. He, he was just pointing out that this is one of the most solved metas we've had going into Worlds. Oh, Shocks. Okay, do you, you prefer you when we have, like, just big... <laughs> Shocks, do you prefer when we have big patch changes heading into Worlds? No. Where it kind of fucks the meta, or do you prefer this? No, I prefer this. Um, I also think, uh, for all the trouble that we had, like, kind of in the year and in the season, um that we're, I'm really happy with where the game is at right now and the way the game's at least in planes and then all the playoffs and all the gauntlets have played out with a heavy team fight focus um, and not like the team fight focus where you win two and you still can't break anything some people argue that it's a bit too much on the well if you get one and you get baron you're done but then that's also the point of baron right at the end of the game so yeah um and well, I also think it's cool that some people still pull out mages in the bot lane and, like, Heimer still gets banned and stuff. So, yeah, I'm a happy happy camper. Yeah, Am I quiet? I, no, you are plenty fine. Okay. Some people are actually saying move away, but ignore them. I'm like... Twitch check and can handle their own volume control. Actually, everyone's saying... But now people are saying louder. Mark fading. Are they just always trolling? Uh, I think you're a little closer to the microphone than. Oh, <laughs> sorry, guys. Yeah, as I'm looking at the. Oh, is it ASMR shocks? Careful, you will piss off Twitch chat. Travis sometimes trolls them with the uh, ASMR. Yay! Thank you. I mean, that being said, there's a difference between you and Travis that I can't quite put my finger, but something's different between you two, and why Twitch chat would maybe. Mark's pretty quiet to us. Or is that normal? Uh, I hate to turn them down because I don't use headphones. Yeah, yeah, oh, exactly. okay. No worries. Can you talk again, Mark? Hello! Okay. Mmm! Okay. Well, so now it's going to be serial ASMR. Okay. Um, so, did we wrap up this conversation? Pretty much. Uh, Shox agreed that she prefers this approach to Worlds where it's largely similar to how teams qualified. I'm worried because I think North America might suck if there's not a... We, we do best in unsolved metas. Do we? I actually don't even think we're very innovative. Isn't the first? Yeah, but isn't the first week of groups we do really well there because everyone's like stumbling to figure out what's going on, and then once they actually figure it out, we just suck. Partially, I don't know. I think we also just uh, choke our faces off because I mean, we're like. Maybe I'd be more worried if like, it's like a because the early game is doing really well, right? And it's all about snowballing mid jungle. So I often when I tune into NALCS, it takes a while for things to happen, but. I haven't seen every game, of course. Uh, either way, thank you, Maze, for the call. I'm sorry that I was AFK for some of it. It's okay. Thanks for having me on, Travis. Yeah, have a good one. Hi, Maze. This is fun. Yeah, it is. Uh, you'll enjoy it a lot. Everybody who comes on the show is like, oh, what is this? I have to do this work thing and whatever. And then they come on and then they talk to strangers and it's quite fun. I don't and, think right. it's it, Imagine if Mark wasn't here. It would actually be really fun. What? Yeah, well, if you want, I can leave. Mark, can you go grab the next I, caller? I think I've done enough to get paid for this episode, right, Travis? <laughs> Mark, you want me to... Mark, can you go grab the next caller? Right, Has it just goes. been you and him? Yeah, uh, well, yes, because we were waiting for you. Uh, wait, Raz was potentially going to come on. This is a leak, but then, like, 
I guess he, he couldn't make it. He went it, to so. dinner. Yeah. Uh, but thank you to uh, Grulik, uh, Endeavor 105, Exhoisoid, Exhoisoid, I don't know, ACOS, Jackknife Flame, Kermit Sudoku, and Yonstar, who's also known as Yoni. Yoni! You and I both know. Um, do we have... Okay, we don't have the next caller yet, so this is normally when we film. How, well, you can ask me questions. Uh, how is... Uh, well, and this, uh, this is when we film. How's uh, L.A. For, been for you? Well, L.A. Nights. <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. Um, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. So, um... You well, said I could ask you questions. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm sorry. I was just chewing. Uh, luckily, I've been here before, so... Well, luckily. So, I've seen... We've hung out a lot yeah. in L.A., and I've seen a lot of L.A., so it's not like I wanted to do any sightseeing. Yeah. Um, but it is really odd trying to sleep during the day and getting up at night. Uh, the oddest thing is that at the end of the show, I'm super awake. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, because your body reacts to sunlight, I guess, or to light. Yeah. Uh, and goes like, well, no, top of the morning to you. And I feel fine, and I could probably stay up for like four or five, six hours, but of course you can't. Yeah. So that's tricky. But on the other hand, I think like, you know, um, it's a job, and many, plenty of people have to do the night shift. So yeah. I'm not gonna sulk about that. I, I got used to it within two days. The first two days was really, really rough, especially from like EU to yeah, LA. Yeah, because you didn't have that much time to catch up. So no, yeah. we got in. I actually got in at 9 p.m. and rehearsal was at 1 a.m. So four hours later. So um, it was rough, but yeah, for, it's actually not that hard now. Nice. I don't think. Well, Doctor Manhattan is joining us. Welcome to the, the show, Doctor Manhattan. Hello. Hello, good to be on here once again. Yeah. And oh, you're a regular? Yeah, he, he calls in frequently. Ooh. Uh, and thank you for being a Twitch sub. Okay, are you from, I'm trying to remember, it's either Florida or D.C.? D.C. Bye, I remember. Okay, I'm getting back. Wow, I'm surprised. Yeah. Because um, I met him in Florida, at, in Miami, um, but I, I remember now that he traveled there. I got it wrong one time. Dr. Manhattan, what do you want to talk about on the show tonight? What I would like to talk about today is one of the more infamous unofficial awards at the World Championship this year, or every year, and that is the Dade Award. And who my bold prediction for the Dade Award is for this World Championship. Okay. Well, who is it? I will predict that this year's Dade Award will be none other than Fanatic's mid laner Caps. Oh! Okay, and you waited until... Welcome till... to Shocks! Yeah, did you want, did you wait, were you hoping that Shocks would be here for this, or you were you worried? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, so I'm not, like, I'm not gonna lie, it is one of my worst nightmares, like, all the hype Fnatic has been getting and Caps has been getting, it's, like, insanity, I've not, like, and then these, like, scrim rumors of, they're better than 2015 Fnatic, it's like, can you stop? Yeah, Reaper, um, but very strategic. all I can say to, like, Caps in particular, like if anything, um, like Reckless underperformed at MSI, right? And he was like supposed to be, or he was the MVP when he when he went there. I don't think Caps in itself will ever fail that hard. He's really talented kid. He's like he's one of those mechanical geniuses that comes around not very often. He's the type of guy that has no phone that like breeds league that like doesn't even maybe shower sometimes he just wants to go straight to the solo queue you know what i mean he's yeah. he's one of those froggen types yeah bjergsen types i want to say faker types but i know people will get angry um but like I, and he's been really chill every situation he's been put in um i mean that i'm not saying that fanatic is going to do extremely well because of that but i don't think he necessarily is going to fail unless you know he gets put on Nami mid or something. I don't know. You know what I mean? But yeah, I can see what you mean with all the hype and stuff. 
well, you're just contributing to the hype now. You were like, "There's, it's, it's not going to happen. It's going to be fine. And now I feel like the, the bigger the... I mean, you saw MSI, right? That was the whole... I, I get a little triggered when people go like... When Caps is named in any kind of list where he's high, Yeah. it's not that he's not shown it. He's definitely shown it at MSI. He was a very good mid laner, and he held his own, and did really well under the Latinum, and... Oh. Mm. Deficio called him the best mid at MSI. That I mean, little... you could say that. I, I, I think <laughs> the thing is, I'm afraid to say things like that because of like community shit and whatnot. But he was really fucking good, and I don't think any. Oops. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> hey, number one. Fine. Um. So yeah. Oh yeah, we're good here. We swear all the time. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, um, he maybe rookie. I was gonna say rookie's really good, and that'll be fun. But outside him, I don't think you'll have that many great mid laners. No, but Mark. Couldn't Rookie be a contestant for the Dade yeah, Award? Award? Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Last time. Yeah, I mean, especially after Rookie was talking shit and being like, man, there's only one person in the tournament I wanted to face, and that was Faker, and he's not even here. Uh, but I, I don't think it'll be anyone from, from Group D. The whole group doesn't feel like... How do I put this? Like, I don't think there's anyone in there who's expected to do really well and is going to go up against enough like competent players that they're going to look terrible like even if caps underperforms i don't think it's going to be like oh man i'm getting solo killed by ryu and candy Assuming, <laughs> you know, things things go normally right like i don't know well i mean that's that's kind of the point it's like the dot award he was supposed yeah. to be really good but um oh was it scout saying he only wanted to play yeah, faker scout. Uh, apologies to well, be scout honest scout lost. has really been Really good. He's the good, fucking so Award already too, though. He, cause he fucking choked his face off in 2017, and they lost the game so far. So yeah, I don't know. Wi-Fi. No. Yeah, I, won't, <laughs> I won't read it out. Um, I don't know. So who? So uh, rookies a chance for it? Any other ideas? I need my glass. I can't see. I think uh, someone from. I think most likely it's someone from Group B. You don't want to read that Twitch chat anyway. It's. Yeah, I um, do. They're vile people. I never get to... I actually no, sometimes Twitch chat's chill. Twitch chat's pretty chill for the most part. You get the couple trolls who are out of control. Rate the cereal. Um, it's actually pretty good. I guess it's healthy. You sent me a message that said hi. Um, I don't... It's, it's, it's got a vanilla taste to it. It's, oh, it's, sure. it's, I know. I'm, I'm not, sure right. I don't eat Lucky Charms here. Although I would if they wanted to sponsor the show. Um... But uh, okay, so so you think caps, but but Mark, do you think there's a chance that it could be caps? I could see if Fnatic doesn't get out of groups somehow, and caps is part of that reason. Maybe he gets it, but that's there, probably the only way. Is there anyone else from the West right now that has that level of spotlight on them? Um, I think no. double lift probably. Yeah, yeah, that's the only one I was going to say, but I didn't want to be the first one to say. I, it. I feel like it, it. TL has kind of flown under the radar because of this crazy fanatic hype, uh, and maybe that's that's good for them probably. But I, I am quite excited for Team Liquid. Uh, like I, I was excited for them also at MSI. Yeah. So that's. I'm just. I'm trying not to get excited for Team Liquid because I. The the rumors are that the only team that's doing well is is Fnatic, uh, and certainly I haven't talked to Peter too much, but he hasn't said like. Man, we're smashing everyone. Which I, in my past experiences with him, he's he has a tendency to say that if things oh. are going well. So, Mark tweeted you're on if you if you. Yeah, want to I wanted to do a um, swipe up. Okay, well. Uh, she is fucking addicted to Instagram. Oh yeah, 
Mark Mark has figured this out because uh, he you you guys are on the desk together all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, like, well, I knew she posted on Instagram like the pictures daily. Yeah. Uh, basically, which is like what a lot of influencers do. I don't read stories. That's I don't post big. stories. I am like totally out of the loop on That's how nice OP Gavin. stories are. And she is doing stories like six times over the broadcast. Yeah. Well, yeah, I like to keep people. I think people like it. They send no, me. No, I think stories like are it. cool. I just, I just never been around someone. I don't think Mark does this much. anymore. But did you know that for a while, Mark would just scroll down and like every photo that he saw. So no, he I would still feel, do that. Yes, I've really, seen that. I was like, feel, what? <laughs> you feel really good because there's like, oh wow, Mark yeah. liked this picture. It didn't get that much engagement. And he's like one of my few friends that liked it. Turns out that he's just like, you're one of everyone. I actually kind of like that. You uh, you like turn, you don't pay too much attention to it, and then you just like go all in. Yeah. Well, it's really easy because I I think I only follow 39 people, and like half of them don't even post that much. You know, like it's high, and like a couple of like I think I follow like Lorlo and like random players who like don't post that much. And so when I scroll through, I can go from like, you know, like the in case you missed it line or like all caught up line. I can get through that in like two minutes. Dr. So Manhattan, I... you're still here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am. I, so I, what, I, what do, you, do you have any rebuttals habits? to the caps, the, the dismissal of the caps thing? Because I, I actually like, as you said, I think it's a really good point, right? Like there's going to be a ton of pressure uh, on this on this guy and uh, and we'll have to sort of see how things go. Um, really, everything that basically people say when people say, oh my god, but he's too hype, but this, uh, that, that, in my opinion, just feeds to the whole thing that, yeah, this guy is hype, and that's kind of what would make him yeah. fail. And honestly, I kind of, that's kind of just, like, my reach one. If, like, if you, like, like, I would say another person that's actually pretty good for the Dottie Award that's actually set up quite well is the Shy, just because usually these Name Awards tend to be people who haven't gone to too many international tournaments, such as, like, Name... Dade, get Godvi. These are all Dade award winners who like that was their first worlds, and then they just completely perform abysmal. Yeah. So who I who would, got last year's? Uh, some it was a debate between like Khan and Bjergsen. That's okay. I, I figured it was Khan. Um. Yeah, but you said the shy, right? That's another person I could see like. Yeah, yeah. Because like he is like super hyped. I know also in like our preparation talks, people are like, yeah, we like you think he might be very good. You know, maybe but there's also Keen, of course. But like he might be really really good. So. And we've not really seen him. Yeah. But some people do so well with the pressure and just don't give a F. Like Weepo when he killed Khan. <laughs> Lol. Khan, Khan's been the Dade player for me for the past two international tournaments. <laughs> Likewise. Either way, thank you so much, Dr. Manhattan, for calling in. Uh, thank you once again. And also, I just want to say that last time, the first time I called when Nick Allen was on the show, I actually predicted that TSM would not make Worlds kind of as a joke. And it came true. Yeah. Well, you're not Wait. supposed to say kind of as a joke. You're you, supposed to just act like you own You can't it. be right about caps. I will hunt you down. <laughs> Please don't hunt me down. <laughs> You've made an enemy tonight, tonight, Dr. Manhattan. Potentially, potentially. Anyway, thank you so much for the call. Thank you so, thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, have a good one. Dude, Trav you're so pro with this. Yeah, we've Travis, we used to have people episodes. on the way out shout out our sponsor. What do we say for our new general? Shout out to the sponsor. The sh the but, but, like, we got to have something cooler than that. Like, yeah. shout out to the mystery sponsor. They don't have to say anything. They don't, they they can do whatever they want. They must shout them out. Solania. she will never get back Sol on. Solaniad, uh reset for two months. Speedy Dixter, thank you for the Twitch Prime. I don't know how to feel. Bobacola gift us up to Sham 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 for seven months. Killing you guy, 100 uh, bits. Bobacola gift us up to Nod Dog Game Real Foxy gift us up to Shocks. 
congratulations, Socks. Shocks, I don't know. Yay! It's a little shocking to find out that you were not at <laughs> some. Uh, Bubble Cola gifted a sub to Jackalope. I forgot my Twitch login. Camel Hut, yeah. Okay. Dan or Lame uh, subbed with a Twitch Prime as well. We're coming up on a world record for uh, subs, by the way. And that weird dude 25 just gifted a bunch of them. So I, uh, I will shout. I will get to that after this call. Eduardo Salinas. I'm not going to ask if that's your full name and real name, but uh, <laughs> it seems like it might be. Uh, shout outs to you for yeah. using a name like that. What is your? Where are you calling from? Brazil. Brazil. Ah! Oh, great. Glad to talk to yeah. you. Uh, how how are you doing over there? Uh, we're pretty angry right now. Pretty yeah. angry. Okay. So yeah. talk talk to me. What do you want to talk about on the show tonight? So I want to talk about how C9 was dominant in their group because general like their group was weaker than the rest. And even games that C9 were supposed to lose, they will be able to come back because they were just better mechanically. But they have to step up their games for the best of five and for the group stage if they want to get somewhere. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that that's potentially a fair assessment. Mark, what do you, uh, what's your take? Uh, I would definitely agree. I think, especially given the fact that the one seeds all got out as the pool one, I was really hoping G2 would choke it so we could hopefully see someone knocked out, which lets C9 get out of group B, but that's probably not going to happen. And their current level looks like they're going to get fucking smashed by just about everyone and then like maybe be even with Vitality, though we haven't seen them in a little while. So C9 has really got to shape up. I don't think there's they're at all in threat of losing the best of five that they're about to play versus Gambit, but other than that, yikes. Yeah, uh, I agree with that. Uh, I think that they were put against Kaboom that they played horribly this time and against the Japanese region, which was supposed to be the worst region in law, at least for what, what we were like thinking. And even though they almost lost a game to uh, the Japanese region and against Kaboom, they trolled a lot. So they will be able to just win and be better mechanically. But they also dropped the ball a couple of times against them also. And yeah. in the group stage, you're not going to have a Kaboom or a Japanese region playing like that they're not going to be forgiven and they're going to pretty much smash C9 if they don't change it because I think C9 has a lot of talent. They're they're really, they're better than than, Gam than Gambit. I think they're going to be fine against them. But again, they're going to have a really hard group. doesn't matter what they were put in. So they have to step up their game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think anyone hoping to see like C9 come in and just look like the C9 that we've seen so often in Worlds where they're just like suddenly get this buff, I think maybe a little disappointed from but, plans. I mean, if anything, the fact that they have that history, yeah. would, that's the only thing that I'm like, and I want to be careful here because i gotten so much flack for, I, I when, you know, C9 was struggling against um, LJL, of course, or post-game would be about how yeah, yeah. that was the case, and then I would get so much shit of like, you're so biased! I'm you surprised know, anyone from North America is awake to hear You hate NA! Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, it wasn't that convincing, right? It definitely wasn't. Um, and don't, don't worry about getting hate on this show. I mean, no, I we're know. the biggest 100 Thieves haters, and apparently we hate Europe. Well, yeah, yeah. We, okay. we, we hate Europe a lot. So, to, you know, just embrace it. Everyone gets flamed here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and my honest <laughs> opinion is that I've very often seen, like, situations in which Cloud9 was counted out, even in the NALCS, right? And, like, even this year. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, times where they made that insane gauntlet run, like, now, again, they were super good in that gauntlet. Um, so... I don't know. I think Reaper and the coaching staff, they have things up their sleeves. Svenskeren can come in and possibly 
give a lot of leadership to that lineup. So I wouldn't sell them down the line just yet because they would be ending up in group with Vitality, right? Vitality, yeah. um, Afrika. I, my, I just woke up. Afrika. Uh, no, it's RNG, Samsung. They're in oh, the group <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're in the group Never of, mind. They are in the group yeah. of death. So th- I, on the plus side, no one's expecting you to get out. So like, uh, I think all they have to do is beat Vitality. Hey. Well, it would be nice if they would get out. Of course. Yeah. Uh, it would be very nice. No one remembers a team that got like third instead of fourth in group stage. I it's mean, like, well, those guys. Not to be an EU apologist, but G2 got that group two years in a row and people stopped shitting on them all the time. So, yeah. They got one year. One year. Right? I think they got Samsung the other year as well. Wait, were they in the, the, the group D with TSM? No. No, I think they were at one point in time, right? Was Like the year was before? Because Samsung and RNG have been together for three years in a row, and one was Group D with TSM, and then last year's was Group C with G2, and I always forget the fourth team. Leagueopedia to the win. Uh, TSM got it the other year. It was TSM Oh, it was G2. Splice. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was Splice. Yeah, it was yeah. Splice. Yeah. Twitch chat with the save. Thanks, Twitch, Twitch chat. chat. Yeah. Twitch chat's so much smarter than us. Yeah, exactly. As they're as they're Googling away, making sure... It, ha, ha, ha. I always, I always knew it. Sorry, guys. Um, I don't know why this helicopter is circling. Um, oh, yeah. CLG G2 rocks an A and X, and G2 goes 1 and 5. Oh, right. yeah. Okay, that that was the... Like, I think that was the meme, right? Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, G2 and 4. That's where that came from. Yeah. That's. I think that's still unforgivable that that happened. I'm not going to lie. That yeah. was... That was crazy. Yeah, I love I love that G two will never live that down. It feels like people always bring it up. Hey guys, no G two also played the MSI final in two thousand last year in Brazil against SKT yeah. and I don't remember and that. took one game off them. Yeah, so did yeah. CLG in twenty sixteen. Yeah, exactly. So that's I think for NA and U, that's like our claims MSI, to fame. MSI, yeah, we can actually make it work. Something yeah, and MSI is actually dif- more difficult because it's the hardest, like the number one seeds. From L region. So yay, CLG and G2. It's actually easier because there's only one Korean team. Oh, well, y- y- potato, potato. Potato yeah. for Kitty. What? <laughs> Good morning, Shox. Uh, Eduardo, do you have any other thoughts or follow-ups there? Uh, I, I just wanted to say that if things are not working for C9, they have the six-man roster, right? They have Sven Sparing to rely on if they need to change things up. That's pretty much it. And yeah. Thank you guys for yeah. Shocks well, brought that up too. I don't know. I just don't believe that Spencerin's the guy that's going to lead them. No offense to Spencerin. I just don't think you sub him in and then he leads them out of the group of death. Yeah, I, I think he's good. And like, if the best of five versus Gambit starts going bad, I think Spencerin's the perfect guy to sub in and like return things to normalcy. But when you're talking about beating RNG and S, uh, Samsung to like get out of that group, you need like. I think it's going to be Blabber, like, just has the greatest games of all time. And, like, they just but you know really what? Hard. We keep, like, being like, oh, Blabber, and he, like, goes in too crazily. But I feel like that's what you need in those best yeah. of ones. That might really work. You have to be a little insane. Yeah. yeah. You have to eat five Urgot ultimates before <laughs> cleansing the six I believe ones. in Blabber. That's what you need okay. to beat them. Eduardo, <laughs> thank you so much for the call. Bye. Thank you, guys. Thank Obrigado. you for having me. Yeah. <laughs> that's good Portuguese. Bye, guys. Thank have you. Have a good one. I don't. I. It's so nice to have you here because I international people call and I just say goodbye. I mean that. I just don't one word in Brazil and Portuguese. Brazilian yeah, Portuguese. I don't know it. We need, a sh- we need a shock soundboard of her saying goodbye in like eight languages. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just press that when we get an internet. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, all right. On to the next caller. Oh no, it's Lubu subbed. That weird dude twenty five gifted a sub. Gifted uh, five subs. 
U Ion Limited, Wellian seven seven seven, Frankenstein JT, Initial Void, Anti Cursor, uh, I Karen subbed, Brain Bits with hundred bits, uh, It's Slim, uh, Burkle twenty four, Frozen State seven seven seven, The Lindbeard, Kaizuku thirteen thirty seven, Equal and Nymad. Thank you all. You guys, I hit a, a new uh, sub. I unlocked a new sub. Thing Yay! We, we broke a record. Great job. Yeah. Hey, um, do you know it's so typical? Did you see that tweet where I get the G2 plaque off the wall? No, I didn't see it. And, what? You don't follow my Twitter? No, I, uh, I muted it. Last. It was like, what? <laughs> when they lost versus Supermassive and then they were lo- looking like they were losing versus Ascension. Hello. I, like this. Hi. Oh. Hello, one second. Hi. We're, we're almost with you. Shox is finishing her story. Uh, and the, the one where I take it off the wall has like 8,000 favorites, and the one where I put it back only has like, is it? Is it has like half. No, this is where I put it back, and it's like people just love to flame people is yeah, my yeah. point. Like, they, Look at the other one. That's, okay. the, that's the this best one, one. This one. How have you not seen this? This was popping off. I, I mean, it's it, it, when did you post it? Oh, yeah, you're In right. The of the at night? 4 a.m. Yeah, I was asleep. <laughs> okay, uh, so we do have a caller. Uh, Minty Frills has joined us. Welcome, Minty Frills, to the show. Hi, thanks. Uh, I usually watch it on YouTube later because uh, I'm in Sweden and it's uh, 6.30 a.m. right now. Oh, well, thank, what, good morning. Why, yeah, why are you up at 6.30? I lose track of time. I was <laughs> working on stuff. Very good. So you haven't for... slept yet. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, uh, but I don't have to get up at any specific time, so it's fine. Uh, where, where, generally, whereabouts in Sweden are you calling from? Uh, Stockholm. Oh, nice. Oh, awesome. Very cool. We love Stockholm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's nice. There was a... <laughs> <laughs> well, we, uh, we love Stockholm, even if you don't, so that's, that's good. Uh, Minty Frills... No, what... Swe- Swedish people just don't say very strong statement. It's oh. nice. It's yeah. not amazing. It's... Listen. It's good. Stockholm mm-hmm. is fucking incredible. Minty Frills, what do you want to talk Thanks. about on the show tonight? <laughs> Yeah, I think that Gambit have uh, the potential to beat out C9, which I was rooting for C9 and Gambit while watching all week. Yeah. And then they're like going to play against each other and I'm like I'd rather Gambit win because they <laughs> have European. been doing some really creative comps and the Cardas Gen Nocturne at MSI this summer was just so good. Yeah. And I just want to see more people play different things. Minty Frills, I, I think you're, you stayed up really late. You seem a little tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. I... Listen. No, I just mean in your takes. Like, I don't, I'm not sure. This you is... would have to be delirious. Oh, yeah, you would. You really did sleep because I, I think you're losing it a little uh, bit. Um, I, I will say that Gambit is like, so I agree with you that the MSI Gambit, that was the one I was excited for. Like, they did some stuff with the cards with the knocks, and I was like, whoa. You know, and it worked in the best of ones. It didn't work in the best of fives, or they didn't have enough up their sleeve. But I haven't mm-hmm. seen any of that now. And overall, they just look worse, right? It's like they haven't found a good approach yep. for them. So, I, yeah, I would have given it to them more at MSI than here. But we did just talk about how C9 sucks right now. So. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I mean, I heard you were talking about, like, the meta before and that you think it like people are saying it's settled and like i'm just thinking of starcraft 2 and the, how the like Zerg protos meta like changed after forever of nothing happening somebody just figured out another way so i'm sure people can figure out new strats that nobody thought of 
like even if nothing changed. Yeah, that's a really yeah. good point, by the way. Now more than ever is the time to be innovative because everyone's so used to the idea that you can play like, oh, now we actually have a stable meta, now we can just rely on what we know. But if some team can actually come out with something that nobody expected, which of course there's probably undiscovered stuff in the meta, you could really suddenly change things up. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely undiscovered stuff, but the hard part about discovering it is you have to have it. Like you, for the most part, even if it is like a new thing that you're discovering, you still test it in scrims. You have to like go through a lot of things to figure out exactly how it works, what it's weak against, and when you can pick it, and all that kind of stuff. And from what Gambit has said, they've like their scrims have been like a little hard to get and a little sketchy, um, mm -hmm. as well as the fact that they uh, have. From what they were saying, like they've been playing a ton of tournaments over the past like three months or something, mm -hmm. like traveling all the time. So it feels like they have become slightly like out of practice in a sense with like what the current meta is. And if you're going to innovate, it's usually good to know like how to play the current meta. And it just mm -hmm. feels that the comps that they were playing and winning with were, were still things where like they're leaving up Akali's and. Aatrox and Urgots and all these stuff, and it doesn't feel like they play mm -hmm. with any of the power picks well. And it's, I, I personally think it, it's kind of hard to figure out how to counter those kinds of things if you don't even know how to play them or like you know that kind of stuff. So, I'm not counting them out a hundred percent, but it does not look good in my opinion. Yeah, oh. I'm most mostly what I was hoping for. I just want to see teams play something that's different. Um, I'm sad Griffin didn't make it. Um, oh yeah. Because they played Teemo bot lane. Yeah. And they and they won. And it's and it, I know that that's not what carried the game, but it worked for the team comp they were doing. Yeah. Like that. I I wish teams would do that more. I think that's a way to get fans for your team. I actually agree. Like, like did you see um Kaboom? Um, no, they didn't make it. And Chitan, you're all triggered now. He played. Velkaz in the bottom lane. It's like his second most played pick, and he dominated with it. And sometimes I think about this whole, oh, the patch had, like, we could play mages in the bot lane. And I was like, what if you you could always do that, right? It's literally just a, a shift in your... What perception. do I mean? Yeah, in your perception, because you can do that if you build a comp around it now as well. And you could actually always do it, but we're very set in our ways, and obviously... Um, yeah, the DPS by AD carries and late game team fights and whatnot. I understand, but if you are very good, like he was on that pick, then yeah. why not? Well, that, I, yeah, that game's a great example of how to do interesting new picks correctly versus the comp that they were playing against, doing it the stupid way. Where like you early and basically blind pick your innovation of yeah. Soraka <gasps> Vane, and then that yeah, gives Mark's the enemy cat. team the what's that? His cat. She saw your, your cat. Oh, yeah. He's always fucking around in the background. Uh, but that that's like how you want to do it. It's like you have this Velkaz. You end up flexing it down to the bot lane. That was all great. TSM was still playing Pike Swain a little bit towards the end of the year. And I think yeah. like if you're against Sneaky and he's playing Kaisa all the time and you want to try and abuse that as Gambit and you have Pike Swain or Brand, other bullshit to try and shit on it, like that's the stuff I want to see where it makes sense and it's not just like innovation for innovation's yeah. sake. Yeah, I mean like with uh, not like signaling what you're going to pick so so obviously like compared that to Griffin and how they when they picked Teemo the first time like the casters legit thought there was something wrong <laughs> <laughs> they thought they would have were going to restart roster and that there was something wrong 
they did not believe it. Like, I was watching it, and the casters, like, ten minutes into the game, it still felt like they were... Are, are we sure that they did this? Because last time somebody played it even in LCK was like 2016 where somebody picked it by mistake because they were hovering it and they fucked up. Didn't they... Reginald play it at Worlds for serious? Yeah, wait, like, no, not, well. No, they got knocked out already. They, they were knocked mm -hmm. out. But that was like, that was all the way back in like 2013, I yeah. think, right? Yeah, but last, last was 2016. Twice it was played by one team that did it by mistake. Somebody was memeing and making fun of them doing it by mistake, and then accidentally also did that by mistake. And somebody ended up having to play him. Yeah. That's awesome. So, but yeah, them doing it again against the Estriel and, uh, I think it was Estriel and Tom or Estriel and Brom that they played it against. And they, like, they had really thought through that kind of strategy, and I really wish there were more teams playing anything else and i wish we just got to see like g2's heimer and well, it's, it's always banned it's always banned i know Ugh, leave it through yarnin is going to show you all i mean I, no that's why it's banned. it sounds like the opposite of what we want is for him <laughs> yeah to i know yeah okay i wish definitely got to play it more times like that's another thing i didn't give a shit about uh, Golden Guardians until I saw the whole Deftly is learning to play Heimer and I watched the Heisendong stuff. Yeah. I'm like, now I care. Yeah. Now I care about this team. Minty, and I feel like you, you watch a lot of... Yeah. You're, you're well, naming off stuff from all over the place. Yeah, no, I watch way too much. I'm like very... Uh, uh, I, I don't, I, I'm, I'm at home all the time because of like uh, disability stuff so I can't work. So I'm very no life. I watch NA most, but I most watch most of the EU also. Yeah, I'm, I'm like a level. I'm a level <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Another Swedish caller who watches NA. We get this a lot. Oh, there's a lot of yeah. NA LCS fans in Sweden. Well, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of European people just watch NA LCS yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah and yeah. hopefully also EU because all their players know. come here. So that's uh... yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna have more of my cereal. Look, there's the cat. Be happy, Mark's called the cat. Uh, uh, Minty, you're actually starting to get onto a point that I want to talk about with innovation, which is like if you just innovate a single pick, it actually gets dealt with very easily with just like the ban that's happening to Hyarnin. But what was mm -hmm. really interesting about G2, or not G2, Golden Guardians at that time, was the fact that they actually had a number of really annoying like picks that were in the meta from solo mm -hmm. queue, and like the Talons, the the Heimers, the Fiddle, the they had some other stuff that I can't exactly remember. But what basically happened was, if you were red side against them, you couldn't possibly ban all those things, and so mm -hmm. they were always getting one of their innovative picks, and that's why they went on that little tear before it all got kind of nerfed and stuff. Uh, but I'm... So I think if you only have one innovative pick, like you can get that once in the best of five, and that gets you one. But you really have to have a couple of interesting strategies to be able to actually like consistently do that. But I mean, like, if you think about it uh, this way, like, if somebody on your team plays something that they're really good at, that they usually never get to play it, right? Because it's always banned. Well, you only have so many bands, so if just everyone on your team has one pick that nobody wants to play against, are you just going to ban those? And right. then you can have all the champions you want? I, I... Like, all, all the meta champs you want? Because they have to ban your special picks? 
I, I'm agreeing with you. What I'm saying is it's a yeah, lot. No, I, I agree. Yeah. 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 I, it's actually really hard to get to that point, though, to find yeah, yeah. multiple innovative, unique picks that you consistently win on and strike fear into your opponent to find even two of those yeah. as an underdog is so hard to do. That has no counter pick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Like, but it I gets, mean, it, it's, it's an it, underdog. It's yeah. Good... But why aren't the top teams doing that? Because you're expected to win already against them. So yeah. you, you're just like, I'll play, I'll pick Urgot, Aatrox, like whatever the fuck mm. and just stomp you and you have to do something cool to upset me either way thank you yeah. minty frills so much for the call thank you so yeah, much really nice calling while shocks is here uh, i'm always glad to see uh, shocks avali or frosk uh, it's nice having uh, more girls in that uh, it is yeah. like so on much. camera in the visible but yeah nice seeing the show live uh have a great I'll day to catch you again yeah, yeah. Bye. thanks for staying up have a good one bye bye yeah bye she was a pro. Yeah. Watched everything. Yeah, yeah. Literally. Uh, you could, she should be the new... She should be an analyst for... That's uh, right. Yeah. All right, Mark, you ready for okay. next caller? Got a bunch of subs. Uh, in the meantime, Milkman Cometh, Goat Overlord, Keto Devil with 100 bits, Mar2586, who says, resubscribe for shocks, buy her breakfast, Travis. I, I supplied her breakfast. It was an amazing breakfast. Yeah, she, buy some other breakfast. Is there some avocado toast or something? Are you, I don't can you think, make an egg? There's not avocado toast at 10 p.m. Um, Anti-TP resubbed for three months. Uh, Goylan subbed. The Halmi, you sent 200 bits. Thank you, Shucks, for the hard work. You and everyone in the EU LCS staff pit on this year. I, it's a ton. I've seen the many Vetti combo grow while the great quick shot Deficio combo taking more of a backseat. There's much more that I want to mention, but just know that all your hard work is appreciated. Oh, thank you so much. That means a lot. Um, yeah. We did work really, really hard. I mean, we always work hard. But... Yeah. but it did seem like this was a, a watershed year for EULCS. Yeah, it yeah. definitely was. I mean, yeah. For the previous years, they were always like building stuff behind yeah. the scenes, like the player rooms, the control room, like so that we could do the show from EU entirely. Yeah. Because before, we always had... We, like literally people would stay up at 3 a.m. in NA to help us with the show in EU. Yeah. So um, like as of recent, it's all in EU and we had the new analyst. That episode. is crazy to have people awake yeah. in North America helping with a show in another country. Yeah, our producer Sam lived here, that. but like, yeah. <laughs> now that I do it, I know how hard it is. Siloniad, yeah. uh, Siloniad, is that, <laughs> is that how it's pronounced? Uh. It's Coloniad, but don't worry too much about it. It's a name I made up when I started playing the league. Okay, Coloni Coloniad. Yeah, but I always want to get people's, even if it's a made up name. Coloniad, <laughs> uh, what uh, do you want to talk about? On, oh, well, sorry. First off, like, where, whereabouts in the world are you calling? Calling from uh, just outside New York City. New York City. Okay, cool. And thank you for being a Twitch sub. Uh, what do you want to talk about on the show tonight? So today I want to talk about Afrika Freaks. Specifically, I think that Afrika is being significantly underrated relative to the other Korean teams coming into Worlds. Well? Oh, I think I agree. Oh, I you agree. Okay, go well, for I it. don't know. Um, I just think, like, in public opinion and community, the K it's like with the Fnatic hype or whatever, the KT hype is really through the roof, and then... Yeah. With Genji, you always have, well, they're the current world champion, so yeah. they did it once, they'll do it again, even though, you know, we don't necessarily know how they're going to show up. Plus, Ambition is in the Rise video. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think you may be right. Uh, that's maybe a good thing for them. Yeah, that is a good thing, and potentially. But uh, very true in that, like, I, you hear all the time about the other two Korean teams and just, like, Africa people, you know, some of the NA people are like, is that is that from one of those other regions? I don't, is that a... <laughs> 
How'd they it get is, in It is an odd name. Yeah. Well, well, and they've, mean, they've sucked for a while, too. Yeah, they just haven't. It's, it's kind of hype for them to build the same. Yeah. Uh, and, and you should never count out a Korean team, I think, is a, a lesson that I I think North oh, yeah? America needs to has learned for a long time. Uh, I, I don't know. What's your take, Mark? Yeah, I don't think you should count a Korean team out either. In-depth analysis, Travis. Yeah. Well, the, thank the you. Team that That's what I bring here. Lost a single best of five to another region in Worlds uh, probably shouldn't be underestimated. Good point. Yeah. Uh, I think the reason that you hear less about Afrika is not because people actually. Oh, Colonia, I think you're maybe scratching on something. Oh, sorry. No, you're, good. you're good. You're good. Go for it. Um, I was gonna say I think the reason that they they feel less like they're underrated is that they just have like less storylines and less yeah. about like actually like what people think of their skill because I haven't heard anyone say that they're not going to get group one or like the pool one seat out of that group uh, they're expected to get out of the group A I think extremely easily uh, there's been a little bit of hype around Fungu Buffalo but other than that it's like no Afrika's getting group one let's and go talk it's about it's almost it. like and the other teams are almost like well that's the team I would want to be drawn against if I get drawn against the Korean team in the quarterfinals and I also I kind of think that's fair though uh, if you look at like relative peaks at the end of the season uh, which I think often happens also with second season and whatnot. Um, yeah. Like, because oh, one of them goes through the gauntlet, so has to be on the top of their game. The other one plays the final, also. Um, so yeah, I, I think they might. I don't know. Like, it's hard to say because if I say I don't think they will be as good as the others, and maybe they smash. But there's yeah. not as much storylines and as much players that you're like, oh, you know, Spirit's gonna crush everyone or whatever. Well, I also think it's just Group A. Like, people just aren't yeah, talking about Group say. A because there's no yeah, E no or one talks any about, yeah. yeah, that's true. It's like, man, that Group B is sure is a group of death. And then, like, Group C, oh, Team Liquid, what's gonna happen? I and mean, if Flash Wolves show up like they did in the group stage of MSI, they will be great again. They were yeah. really good there, so we'll see. Yeah, yeah I think I think it's an interesting group that the West has less reason to care about. And Lafrika, like you said, aside for the Spirit storyline and maybe Kuro, Kuro like, a lot yeah. of people don't know shit about this team. Didn't Kramer used casual. to play for a flash wall? No. He was a sub somewhere else, I think, but I don't remember who he was behind. Seinfeld. Colonia, yeah. you were going to say something. Yeah, so one of the things I actually kind of disagree with you guys on about Afrika is that I think that they're a significantly better best of team than Samsung is for uh, a couple of reasons. First of all, uh, sorry, not Samsung, Gen G. I always get their names stuff. Yeah. yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but... Um, I think that Afrika is a much better best of one team than they are. Um, I would say that Gen G is probably the better best of five team just because they have a lot more experience on the world stage. But in terms of best of ones, I would argue that Afrika is a much better best of one team for the specific reason that they're known for picking out of the box strategies in regular season in LCK and winning that way. Um, Spirit, in particular, is kind of notorious within LCK for bringing in out-of-the-box picks and winning and winning upset matches against top teams in LCK regular season that way. And I think that given their famously really, really good coaching staff and the fact that they generally don't scrim externally, so they basically can't get their um, strategies spoiled to other teams because of their internal scrim system, they could really um, do incredibly well in best of ones. Yeah. Yeah, I think like the I love Uv storyline, all that stuff, or whatever, however you pronounce, however you say his name correctly. Their coach, I love Uv, is uh, has a lot going for him. And I think when we get into the actual group stage, 
um, of the tournament, you'll hear the analysts asking the casters have a lot to say about this team. But I think with them not being in play-ins and not being, like we said, a sexy team to talk about heading into the tournament, there just hasn't been much hype around them. Though I do think a lot of people respect them and, and a lot of the points you're made people agree with yeah it's i see just... your point i think everyone or most people will say before you see the first game it between flash wolves and africa it should be you can't really make a judgment call just because of how strong flash wolves are in their region and also historically um at international events most recently at msi um but i don't think anyone would oversell africa in that group if anything they should get out so easily and probably should be the number one seed um so, yeah, it's just about the storylines of other teams are so insane. Yeah. 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 And, so it's, the boring definitely team, the yes, and it's definitely the case that Africa has way less big names than the other LCK teams going into this. So that has probably contributed significantly to their being underrated. Yeah. Do you think they're underrated or just under-discussed? I think it's a little bit of both. I think okay. they're underrated because they had a bit of a forgetting about that is that Korea played their summer playoffs on patch 815, which is a several patches behind what most of the other regions played their playoffs on. And Afrika just really wasn't very good on that patch in general. So I think that they have the potential to be a lot better on the world's patch on top of the fact that they are generally a lot better in like more regular season type settings. So that's where sort of the underrated side and then they're also definitely under like discussed in western scene yeah colonia thank you so much for the call thank you for having me on yeah. bye i think that beeping is coming from outside um are you i heard a commercial about your co um well alarms or whatever what you know, Carbon dioxide. Yeah, 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 yeah. That you know, they're about to all expire, and you should all call their expert at two one one whatever. Are are am I ordering food for you, or do you want uh, to go someplace? What is the plan? Because um, we can order food right now on the show. I might go. Do you have plans? Hang later. Yeah. Oh, you're you're leaving. I might. <laughs> Did you think she was gonna spend time with you, Trap? <laughs> we, well, uh, we can we can grab the next caller, uh, Mark. We can. Uh, <laughs> move on. Let's see. Yeah. Who do we have for subs? We're going to hang out so much in Korea. Uh, and let's see. Goylin, I want to see chats. The Halmi, Hawkwind 432, Hell, Blue Flame 520, Shurkan NA, uh, Sliviv, uh, Frugzy Bunny, and Squeak the Week, who says hi, Shocks. Um, yeah, that's fine. No, I'm going to. You can't, like, you can't do that. The, uh, like, we. You're acting like we never hang out, and we're like such good friends. No, I just, I just hope someday we can. You know, it'd be cool to just kind of get to know you more. Um, <laughs> there's, uh, you're so full. I'm gonna find every picture we ever took in the last I'm, five years. I, now. we, I'm gonna, I'll just do a bounty after because Twitch has got a bounty, and I'll just, I'll just make some money. Uh, Inschlet, is that how you pronounce it? Uh, for now, yeah. Okay, for now. Okay, I don't. That's anyway. Where are you calling from? <laughs> Uh, Columbus, Ohio. Columbus, Ohio. Okay. I hear there's a party university there. Is that true? Uh, OSU parties a decent amount. Okay. Wouldn't be probably number three party school in Ohio. Okay, good. What do you want to talk about on the show tonight? Uh, I'd like to talk about how in the world's meta, um, you're especially rewarded for playing the power meta picks, um, and especially the ability to flex them. 
It's a, a do you do you want to? It's just mostly just about sort of the the strength of the power picks. Hmm. Yeah. Like Urgot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, do uh, you do you like that or do you find that frustrating? Um, I don't really have a, in a like a personal preference on on that. I just think it is what it is. Yeah. I think that's a good approach, by the way. It is what it is, because, like, I already saw the whole, like, I'm so tired of seeing Aatrox Urgot all the time, but I think the nature of top lane has been now for years that it will always be certain matchups, and then I prefer this over tank matchups, uh, straight tank matchups, to be completely honest. Yeah. Um, but it is just the name of the game that if you're going to play, like, if you... Such an intense... I think it's such an intense period in the year where everyone also watches a lot more because everyone all of a sudden is like, oh yeah, I'll watch the EU LCS finals and the, you know, some people and then most people say, I'll watch the NA LCS finals. <laughs> I'll watch LCK and I'll watch the gauntlet and then the planes start and then there's like a million games a day and then it like gets yeah. printed on your brain. Um, it's just the name of the game, I guess. Yeah. I think it's a little, I mean, it's true right now that like the Akali and the Aatrox can get flexed around a fair amount to different lanes. Uh, and even Urkot to that point, but I don't know if it's more rewarded in this meta than in mm -hmm. other metas. Because I don't feel like they have super hard counter picks that people are going for. Um, and so I'm not sure, like, you know, like, it's it's all like, it feels like a lot of soft counters. Like, Aatrox into Urgot is like a skilly matchup, and then, like, they I think what happened in the G2 series where they tried to play the Galio and then they picked Urgot into it, like, that looked really bad for the Galio, but I think it also looked bad because Perks is way better than GBM and the whole team mm -hmm. played a lot better. And so, like, even if you did all that flexing, you know, a Galio into a Kali versus a Galio into Urgot, I don't think is that disastrous of a swap if, like, you know, it was true that Supermassive was actually a better team or that they could play and, and actually challenge them. Like, it's a cute trick, and I think it, it did actually net G2 some tangible advantages, but I, I don't know if, if, like, the flexibility of those picks is, is really what's lending them so much power or mm. if that's, like, what's going to make them better this, this year. Well, and I think just say, like, it... a GP that was fucking busted in 2015. Yeah. I mean, I, I do think in the, in the Supermassive game, part of it was, I mean, I know... Uh, you were a little bit flabbergasted about the decision to like leave up the skill matchup, but like part of it was once they let the Urgot and the Aatrox through, like you have to pick the Aatrox, otherwise like Aatrox is getting flexed jungle or mid, and the game is like basically over in my opinion. Um, I guess that's true that power picks in the same role in this meta, uh, you can't just like ignore them because they can take multiple of the same role power picks because they go multiple places. I guess that part's true. Also look out for the uh, the Pike power pick to be flexed. Yeah. I know Caps has been spamming that in solo queue, and uh, I know it got buffed by the Wolves after getting so played a lot. I don't trust it. Caps fucking likes taking supports and trying to make him work mid. He did it with Rakan and never played that at MSI. Yeah. Yeah, the AP Rakan build. I don't believe that's going to happen. I'll, if it happens, great, but no no way. Inchlet, thank you so much for your call. Yep, thanks. Yeah, have a good one. Dude, Caps, he did a, what did he do? Well, he played the Vayne versus Misfits, and he did pull out the Aurelian Soul, but many people did. Like, who, he also loves Aurelian Soul, doesn't he? Yeah, and that Vayne looked like poop. Excuse me, it carried the game. Uh, by the way... <laughs> Weren't they getting smashed by 5k and <laughs> yes, then the other team were. sucked? There, there was somebody in uh, Twitch chat that I was ignoring for a while, and then and then Shock saw his demand. 
uh, his or her demand, which was to say, ask Shocks why she's so rude to Mark Z on the analyst desk. <laughs> I don't think I am. Mark, am I? Chat. Why, Mark, why do you think Shocks is rude to you? On the I desk? think I'm an easy target, you know? Yeah. Like, she only wants to bully people that she's has more influence than. Yeah, yeah, Like, I don't think she'd try and bully Jat, because yeah. Jat has a bigger following. Or, like, a, a, a bigger following than me, I mean. You know, he has a sizable following, whereas I'm just a small little fry. You you guys, this is how rumors start. I do not, like, we're just, what's that called? Gesturing, or, like, what's that called? Banter? No, when with the swords. The tiny Dueling? Jousting. Dueling. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Come on, Mark. Set the record straight here. It's I, It really hurts. She, she, she. You're so full of shit. What? See, this is what I deal with every day, guys. She just tells me I'm full of shit, and it's, yeah. it's scary. I can't speak up. She yeah. just bullies me. That's Because uh, sometimes you say completely outrageous things. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, I think it's really funny. Well, I think they're used to Dash, and Dash is very, like, Dash is, like, like the most he'll go on somebody's, like, now wait just one second. You know, like he'll he'll do one of those. He's never gonna like. No, I actually think that Dash, if anything, is more like stern very often. Like he's stern when they're like saying something he does not agree with. He like goes in. So and I've been, you know, I also try to do that. Maybe it. Mark, you work with. Does both. it just come off that way because I'm a woman? Maybe. Uh, maybe people are just biased against that, but no. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. So to the people that wrote that, or to the person that wrote that, uh, if that is the case. I don't mean to be rude to Mark, but I don't I know if I will change it. <laughs> I think what it is, is just like the regional people who get butthurt whenever someone makes fun of their region. So like it's less about you versus me and more like you represent EU and yeah. I represent NA. And so like when you make a jab at me, it's like, oh, why is she such a, a dick to the NA people, you know? Versus Mark, like when, when when Dash makes fun of me, it's just like NA pooping on oh, itself. Oh, you're both yeah, that's NA. What, that's yeah. what I was going to say. Yeah. It's like, what's it like working with uh, this is one of them more stern or aggressive or what what's it like working with dash and, and shocks uh i mean they have their differences do you, do you want me to just <laughs> i mean i don't want you to say if, if you're have about, you watched anything i mean i've watched them oh, okay. i'm asking for mark sitting there on the desk like does does he feel like uh he he banters more with you or that like uh dash you know calls i don't i was just curious i don't know i i do feel like there's a little bit more like when when dash like challenges me or banters with me it's usually like pushing more for like analysis like different analysis like he didn't agree with the point or thought i made it poorly but i think like with the fact that like i said it's it's not inter-regional like when shocks and i banter or go back and forth it's more about like repping our region the rivalry yeah but that's what worlds yeah. is we talked about right this that's on... what i'm saying yeah, yeah i do think i do think i i like I've worked a lot on this this year. Is like I do try and challenge you guys on like game stuff too, to the point that no, I actually got feedback after the first day that I was too like I should let them finish their point before yeah. I ask them. But yeah. No, I I think it's it's fine. It's just like, and, and even then, like a lot of the segments we do on on like it's just like totally different. Like on NALCS countdown, like we're fucking idiots. Like we do so much stupid shit, and that that's some of the times where we're. we're we have like the most banter is in segments that aren't being taken seriously at all whereas like yeah. a lot of the banter between shocks and i will arise in situations that are more serious Team. or like yeah. yeah yeah like if we're talking about who's going to get out of this group and it's eu versus na it's like eu sucks whereas like it's like hey mark here's a random stat that jack uh, that you got right and james didn't go yeah, shit yeah. on each other well, i think you know, it's like... also the nature of like um it is like worlds and when it comes to that we all 
know like the gravity of the situation you can never lose sight of it i think because even if like you're at home and you think oh well i don't know infinity is playing edg they're gonna get smashed or whatever um and then they won um but like to those regional souls that are watching that that is their main event you know yeah. when they yeah. get to go up against the international team so i think that's why things are maybe a bit less loosey-goosey but i think we found a good balance so far i actually really like the desk i think we've been killing it yeah, yeah. The, the actually you you two uh, are okay raz is really good raz is really good actually that was my biggest disappointment with hotline league is that raz lied yeah, we to tried us. to do a double feature where raz would be in the first half and shocks would be on the second. So if you were disappointed with Raz's not being on the show, feel free to voice that disappointment with him on Twitter. Yeah, it was funny. It was like, oh, yeah, I'll be on Hotline League. Is that, oh, wait, that's tomorrow? Yeah, you're one yeah, day like, off. At 6 a.m. You were there, right? Yeah, at 6 a.m. Like, By the way, I have a dinner, actually, I need to do. All right, thanks, Raz. <laughs> yeah. But hey, he just has um, no idea what time it is because yeah. it's so fucked. Hey, so can I, like, I, I love talking about the desk. Cause sure. like, um, I mean, I just I assume you have an appointment or something that you have to keep because you. Oh, I I'm going to hang, have, but like to, I'm fine. You I to, cannot. You have to get out of here, so I just I just want to make sure. Travis you Travis feels like if time. you're not going to spend the next three hours here, why are you spending the next ten minutes? No, 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 no. just go ahead with the. Yellow. That's how he does this to me all the time. I just want to make sure you're not going to be late. You know. I We're just... gonna hang out in Korea. I, listen. You know how like all the other casters are staying here? We're gonna yeah. hang out. You meet Amelie. Oh, so you'll We're have gonna no, hang out all the time. You're, you're like all, all my friends will be. So I'll, no, I'll have I no other option. I understand. <laughs> they don't ever go out anyway. They don't leave the hotel. So you know. By the way, you know who is super disappointed uh, twice now. So I like Brennan, You know we were playing trying to we. By the way, we, uh, Shock hit me up when she was coming out here. She's like, we should get breakfast. And then I was like. Okay, let's get breakfast. And she's like, nah, never mind. No, uh, that's, <laughs> that's not... Oh, my God. Um, that's well, kind of... I mean, kind yeah, of true. Yeah, I was like, I underestimated how tired I would yeah. be at the end of a 10-hour show while you were sleeping. Yeah. So, no, I do not want to get breakfast. Anyway, uh, but Broden... Broden really wanted to... Broden, I told Broden that we were Oh, Broden was going to be there? <laughs> Aw. <laughs> I told Broden that you, uh, I was gonna get breakfast with you, and he tried to. He literally invited himself. He's like, "Let me go." And then whenever I found out that you weren't gonna be able to go, he sent me like he was like, "So when are we getting breakfast with Shocks?" And I was like, "No." He's like, "Oh, so sad." And then today you went to um, uh, Bondi Harvest. Yeah. Uh, which I love Bondi Harvest, and I go there. Yeah, but that time. was a business meeting. Yeah, yeah, but he didn't know that, and so he messaged me. He's like, "You took Bondi, or you took Shocks to Bondi Harvest, oh. but not me." And I was like, "No, I literally did not go." Broden is uh, very excited to see you. I guess is the. But Broden's gonna be in Korea too, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh my be. God, I'm ah, I'm so excited to hang out with you guys in yeah. Korea. Do you know this is where it all started, chat? Yeah. I don't know if you guys were born in time, no. but <laughs> this was <laughs> 2000. Oh my God, why did I sound so funny there? Um, this was 2014 Worlds. Yeah. Right? Because we went to Singapore also. Taiwan, Singapore, and Korea. And then we went to Korea, and um, it was awesome. Yeah. It was really fun. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anyway, shall we move on to the next caller? Well, Shock says she wanted to talk about the oh, desk. Oh, the analyst does. Sorry, sorry. Talk about the desk. What were you going to say? Ignore uh, Twitch chat. Here, I'm just going to cover it. No, it, I like Twitch uh, chat. Get, 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 the, they're saying disparaging things about me. I don't want you to read that. I love it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, not that they're saying disparaging things. But yeah, I, I had like, because I hadn't done analyst desk at international events like Here, the years before either. Yeah. Oh, yeah, can I? So like this year, and like, 
I had done the desk for like three or four years or whatever, yeah. and like I lost a bit of motivation like in previous years because EULCS was well, all the things that you guys were seeing that weren't working. Obviously, we were feeling that as well, yeah. and then we kept seeing all this like EULCS sucks, the production sucks, it's so bad. And when you see that every day a million times, when you know the reasons why, but you can't speak on it and yeah. if you would it wouldn't help anyone because it would sound like an excuse sure because we knew all these things were being built and stuff so then this year i was like all right i'm just going ham you know so i just you're the reason that ulcs is interesting this year no of course not i think a big uh, unsung hero is our um, like our producers before the year we always have this big brainstorming meeting on what we want the show to look like and they're like listen we're not doing post games anymore yeah and we were like the fish show various and i were like what? Yeah. Um, but it turned out to be a really good change, uh, like to emphasis on storytelling and whatnot. Um, so yeah, and I put a lot of work in it as well. And that's Razz it Razzleplasm showed up in chat. He he dropped an emote. Um, so I don't. He very clearly not that busy. Um, but no, that's that's cool to hear. What 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 was it? Do you think there was like any one thing that was like better? Like like well no like that led to you guys because. We, you've had a ton of success in the ULCS. I, I don't make fun of you guys as nearly as much as I used to. Uh, well, uh, I well, it, it sh it's shifted from making fun of the EULCS and more about making fun of their players and how we're going to buy them. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, a, yeah, that's yeah. our last That's what you have to do. Um, and then you'll franchise next year, and then we'll have nothing. Uh, it's called permanent partnership. Yeah, whatever. Um, so I think, actually, well, the show got not better, but I think we also got really lucky because the storylines just got much better. Like, the teams, you know... The teams were actually very competitive in spring, and we had like this whole every game counts thing. Yeah. Like it was super close, and then there was a new champion. Where people were frankly, you know, when someone wins a lot, people get tired of it, so they're happy yeah. to see a new team. And luckily, it was the historically most popular organization ever, Fnatic, yeah. that won with Reckless as the MVP. Like you can't really ask for much more. Yeah. Um, as a broadcast, so we got lucky, uh, also storyline wise. But I also think we just told people stories better. We. PGL, we had people on, and then like, players could say what they wanted, and like it's yeah, it's been good. It's been good. Yeah, I think it's fair because you asked, you were asked, or I was asked the difference between you and Dash. I think you should tell me the difference between Deficio and myself, or Vedius and myself. Um, I think uh, you so you both, you all three share the quality that you work very well in a broadcast live environment that. You know, when there's, you know, when you need to fill something, when you need to step in, when you need to round something off, or when there's needed an opinion, you know, pl plus you always give a good opinion, right? But you work very well in like the movements of the broadcast and also like camera and whatnot. And I think maybe that they take more of an active forefront where they feel really passionate about their analytical points and that you're also fine just letting the other person speak. And then jumping in or after jumping in and stuff like that. I don't know. Although, usually you always jump in first. Now it comes to think of it. And also when I well, arrived it, first... It, I think it flipped a little more where initially I was letting Raz talk a lot more. Yeah. We were like kind of finding our rhythm. Yeah, now you talk most. And I also think like... I think in EU we're a bit more... They're a bit more proactive because we've been doing it for so long. With like, if there's a segment, they like go hey producer i would like a full screen graphic for x i would like a featured matchup graphic for x i would like a replay i would like to slow down i want to do this at the telestrator where i think you guys because you had such an awesome crew they would often give you guys like the, hey do you guys want to do this and i think like you and me now over the past couple of days like you've done more of that now because that's just the way i like to do it maybe but 
I don't know, for post games, but I'm not sure. I think a lot of the, the first part was just seeing what other people were going to do. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, I've never worked with Sam, so I was like, let's see what Sam does. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever, yeah. I see, see that. What, let's see what Raz does. Let's, uh, maybe let's take our caller who's been hanging out in the waiting room for... Let's you know. just kick him, you know? <laughs> All right, last caller let's... for me. Yeah, I, I'm aware. You've got some place to go. But... They're, they're, well, they're the, it's the last caller in the waiting room, so we're oh. good. Yay. Uh, thank you, Frugsy Bunny, Squeak the Week, uh, Ubi96, Comrade Unicorn, The Kodiak Kid, Ateo Rachel, hi Rachel, uh, and Rise for the Prime sub. Uh, we'll do one more shout-out of subs uh, after this call, so this is your last chance to board. Hi, Space Pope 20 k Hey, what's going on, Travis? Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Flint, Michigan. Flint, uh, Michigan. Second time. Yes, second we've had time you on caller before. I called when you had a double lift in Kelbion. Yeah, you only come for the big episodes, apparently. Uh, dude, Chox is great. You have to be here. Well, yeah, exactly. also, his his topics are so fucking good. He's not going to waste them on just you and I. Okay, Space Pope. Your topic, I've just I've just gotten hyped up for it. I don't know what it is. but Are Mark you the Pope of Space? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so my topic tonight, um, <clears throat> similar topic to what I talked about last time, is that uh, I think TSM um, and in taking Zven and Mithy, uh, not only did it hurt TSM and fill me with delicious Reginald tears, but it saved Europe and it has helped show their up and coming talent like um, Jizuke. I know he's a different position, but it's helped teams like Vitality show their new talent off. For instance, um, like Upset in the 80s carry role from Schalke had a great year this year in Europe, you know? And I think. Zven and Mithy leaving the region has helped a lot of other players get into positions to like really show what they do. Um, another example, I guess, could be, I if I pronounce it right, Wadid on G2. I think he's an animal. He carries Hyrnan a lot, I think. Um, but yeah. This is, Spaceball, um, this is such a great question because it's got all the best things. You know, it's got like TSM and <laughs> yeah. TSM hater stuff. You've got like an EU thing in there for shocks. Like, there's just all this great stuff in there, so thank you for that. So, I think... Are you happy Mithy and Sven left? What? No, of <laughs> well, course it, not. Well, it's a two-parter. It's not, yeah. are, not just are you happy that they left, but in doing so, it ruined TSM and G2 a little bit to allow other teams their so, moments to shine. So, like, that part actually turned out to be good for the league, right? Because G2 won all the time, but I, as a, like... Because I know a lot of people like to hate G2, but I would have been fine if they like grew and got stronger and had a great international showing at Worlds with this lineup of G2. And I don't really, I'm not like a, I'm not a hater. So that they do bad at T in TSM, I, that doesn't make me happy. I know it makes a lot of people happy, um, but I do think maybe you have a, a, a good point. Like I think the stars that have arisen in EU would have risen no matter what, but it definitely left more room for new people to step up. And they really took to the challenge. And I think the broadcast also maybe overdid it a bit. It's like, the Italian stallion, but that's our job, right? right. So, um, yeah, you, you may have a small point. A small a point. A small point? A point. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's a small point. <laughs> I, I, I think point. it's a big point. I think but... you're, yeah, sorry, a point. Yeah, I mean, I, admittedly, um, the TSM and the G2 fan base, if we look at it objectively, you know. Oh my god, Broden's here! Hello. This is the problem with Broden. <laughs> everything he makes everything Sorry. about himself. <laughs> you know, he, he saw shocks on stream and he had to run over. Is that what happened? <laughs> I didn't blow you off for breakfast. I went breakfast with someone else. Broden, 
Bro, oh, did you come you over here just because you saw shocks on stream? Which was not true. What did Mark say? Never mind. <laughs> what? <laughs> I believe you, though. I believe you. Mark is asking if you ran over. I ran After over. seeing her on stream. No. Because we. In the neighborhood. Can you, can you crouch down or something? Your torso is not. I was in the neighborhood, yes. Um, Those pictures. Oh, yeah. That the is pictures. so good. Um. Yeah, because we had just started. We had just finished talking about how you. Uh, Who else is in the background? We're so it's Kelsey. How yeah, everyone you were so get, obsessed get with. Uh, everyone should get in the shot so I can see what the fuck is happening. I feel so left out. <laughs> I mean, I I just the lesson here is I need to start locking my door. Um, uh, but um, we were just talking about how you were like really sad that you couldn't get breakfast with shocks and all this stuff and like. Uh, you you messaged me. You're like, you went to Bondi Harvest yeah. without shocks, and <laughs> so and, and so uh, then it was funny that moments later you would show up in the shot of yeah. It's, know, it so now seems like a hilarious conspiracy. Yeah, what's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. When are you go, when are we going to Korea, you guys? My Sunday. Two days. Yeah. Yay, be Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're going to? <gasps> yeah. Um, yeah. Whatever. All right. Anyway, Sorry. I thought we were gonna like be like two passing planes. No. Kind of deal. No, no, okay. I'll be there. We're rocking. Can we? Um... I'm sorry, a space pope. Oh, it's all good. Very smooth, Broden. Oh, you're going too. I like it. Okay. Oh my God, the cat. Is this? Is you guys? You guys are having a party, so I'm just consoling myself with the cat. He's big, isn't he? He's a fat. Well, pope. I wouldn't say that. It's, okay, it's... space pope. Uh, to to. I don't know. Maybe we should just wrap it up. I don't know if you have any extra thoughts uh, that you want to put in there. I know we were kind of interrupted. Broden interrupted. Um, yeah, so I mean, I was a, a TSM fan basically since, like, I'm, I'm old school, so since Dyrus, like, joined the team, right? And with all the roster changes that TSM has made over the years, um, this time around, you know, when you have Hanser, who, like, I guess historically I'm not, like, the biggest fan of, um, and you've moved Sven Skarin, who I thought would excel on a team outside of TSM, so I'm a big fan of him. But, you know, you've brought in Mike Young and Grig, who, you know, look how they've done. And then you have Bjergsen really is the only name still, like, with the TSM org attached to it. As a fan, it felt very much like Mercenaries for Hire, uh, and it showed a lot with their team play this year, right? Like, they played to their individual talents, and it seemed as though they were kind of, at times, maybe afraid to step on each other's toes or afraid to be the one to make a mistake and like look bad for the team mm. and they weren't like all inning with that team synergy so while i'm sure in scrims ven and mythy being like great individual talent had like leveled up na over time over the year playing against them um it in the long term i think has hurt tsm hurt the tsm like brand and their fans um and it's given orgs like um team liquid or 100 thieves who just blew into the scene uh you know, Bible Thump Immortals, if they were still around. Um, there's all these other orgs that are getting to shine in NA, and talent that's getting to shine, like, even yeah. definitely on well, the come I up, do, right? Yeah, like, I do think of it, it's revisionist history, because, you know, when you look at TSM and how the budget and how they want to craft the best team, Sven and Mithy are the one of the best yeah. pickups you can make, right? And that it didn't work out is something that we... We don't really know what happened. And I think you make a good point that like mentally, maybe they had the feeling of like, well, we come in here and we're the Lord and saviors and we're supposed to make everything better. And when we fail, it's it's like gonna be, you know, 
uh, magnified into oblivion, which is what happened. But on the other hand, I don't think you can blame TSM for making the pickups they did. If anything, um, you know, sometimes I think they just have to go all in and just like change yeah. everything. You know, no one would be saying they sound like mer- or they they were like mercenaries if TSM was going to worlds right now. I think. I think right. it's just this thing. Uh, I think part of it was too like that. I don't know how you improve based off like who you had in NA, like double if Biofrost, Sven, Hanser, and Bjergsen, like a lot of those guys were in contention for best in their role. Yeah. And it sounded like maybe they wanted someone instead of Biofrost, but like if they were going to get Mithy, they needed to bring Sven along. And then like you, they, Sven, or Sven was someone that people wanted maybe moved around, but like who were you planning on getting? I don't know. I think they had a really tough job of trying to improve a roster that was the best domestic team for four splits in a row. Yeah. Like, you're going to be taking risks when you try and improve a roster that good and it didn't work out. But, like, I think them going for it was the right move. If anything, I'm like, uh, the the thing of TSM just not, like, an NA not getting out of groups and stuff, it's, I don't know. It's all very, It's it must be a mental thing because I thought about this the other day. It's like, in all these tiebreakers, we have the stat how EU is always winning the tiebreakers and then when it's versus NA. And so many times, they've played tiebreakers versus an NA team that was better. It, like, that showed better games at the tournament they were playing and was better at that moment and even won the games versus the EU team previously. So, it's weird. Yeah. I think NA has a bit of a choking problem for sure where, like, they let the, the fact that, like, we're a poo-poo region, and then like, oh, we have the chance to break that mold, and that pressure gets... <laughs> well, I think the pressure gets to them of like, that's the narrative, you know, like... Yeah. We're usually so bad that like, as soon as one team starts doing well, it's like, oh, we're doing it! <laughs> yeah. It's that weird thing. Either way, thank you so much, Space Pope, for the call. And good luck in governing the religion of the space as the Pope. <laughs> I appreciate it, Chucks. You guys have a good night. Good morning to you, I guess. Bye! Have a good one. Bye-bye! All right, well, uh, just a couple of shout-outs here at the end. Uh, thank you to Vangvase, Abiyosoni, Easymoto, and she... Oh, she host me. Um, thank you to all those. Uh, shout-outs, plugs, anything at the end here? Anything that you want to say, Shocks? Uh, support Travis Gaffert. He's the best, and I love you guys. Just say Twitch Prime. Twitch Prime, support Travis Yeah, there we go. See, like, there's one right now. It's just the... It's going to light up now that you've done it. Shocks, do you still eat mayo off the jar? Do you have some? I don't. I thought I should have brought you some mayo, but none of these people would. You uh, unsub because he doesn't have mayonnaise. Just kidding. See, look at at the Twitch Prime. It just fucking goes. Oh, my gosh. Um, It's crazy. I do still eat mayonnaise out of the jar, but I I don't know. Kind of like mustard now, too. So you have it. Do you eat mustard out of the jar? (laughs) No, I don't. You just combine these and like Jolospray? No, no, no. Uh, the Twitch Prime thing totally worked. That's awesome. Cool. Um, Mark, anything for you? No. Uh, we will have a new offline TV video coming out soon. It'll be fun and different or not. Everyone's just sitting on a couch. Uh, so if you guys haven't watched offline TV <laughs> shit, you should do that. Uh, other than that, you know, watch... Salesman. Mark, this watch is Mark. It. Normally he has nothing to say, so I'm surprised he has something. This yeah, is usually supposed I... to be his daytime. What does that have to do with anything? I, so you wait, and I mean to you. Wait, I understand what the comment was. It's just because it's my daytime. Mark, I'm Mark do you have to anything besides the offline TV video? Uh, watch Knockout Stage tomorrow with Shocks and I, where we say mean things to and each other. And C9's actually playing at a perfect time for America. It's like I believe it's like eight thirty p.m. PST. So, watch it. 
Uh, so for Mark and I, we're going to try and do a Hotline League. We're going to try to do multiple Hotline League episodes while I'm in Korea. Keyword is try, because who knows what hotel internet is like uh, and all that stuff. But I think we're, we're going to definitely try to make it happen. Uh, Mark and I need to figure out what, when that, what that looks like and time zones and all that stuff. But Hotline League will hopefully be happening in Korea uh, soon, for, well, for me with Mark here. Uh, so please take a look for that. Uh, I head out there on Sunday with Broden. We're going to have some uh, fire content going, so please stay tuned for that. Uh, thank you to everyone who hung out. I'm going to hang out and stream um, uh, for a little bit after this because uh, Shox has to leave, unfortunately. But uh, thank you, everyone. Uh, thank you, Shox. Thank you, Mark. Bye-bye. This has been hot. Did you say Bud Light? <laughs> Are you guys going to the, the place? Yeah. I am. Okay. Oh, I'm not going. I guess I'm not invited. Yeah, what are Broden and Kelsey doing? Oh, okay. Jesus. Well, now what I'll are they to... doing? What? Are you guys doing? Don't invite them. Cool. Um, all right. Okay. This is Hotline League episode 47. Thanks for watching. Bye.